Y'all miss the fire, fire, fuego. Dropping bars like hot potatoes up in this piece. Man, I'm telling you. No, what's the going ones, on, It's man. the ones they don't hear. It's Quincy Jones Go. And it's uh, Doc Lesser. You know what it is. The hip-hop hybrid. Only one in existence in the worlds of pro wrestling and hip-hop. Yeah, that's right. Hip-hop. These guys get it. Call, call, no? Call Wait, response? Man, first of all, are you auditioning for, like, audiobooks? Because your voice is coming in clear-cut like a diamond. Hey, what's going on? Now it sounds muddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, the shits, kid. Th- th- this no, is the uh, the Quincy Jones show. show. Yes, that's right. Uh, the weekly podcast you go to every week, so we mm-hmm. can download y'all on the latest, give y'all the the hottest of the takes and mm-hmm. uh, the news of the news. And on that note, uh, we're gonna start off with a little bit of news right now. Yes, um, sir. Yeah, I actually had a little bit of news of uh, you know, which I felt was a little bit interesting about uh the man. Uh the not just the phenom, not just the dead man, not the American badass, but the Hall of Famer himself. Mark Calloway. I said old, old, old commando? <laughs> no. No. Shout out, shout out to uh was it Sam Evans. Go ahead. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, no, uh, but uh, no, The Undertaker, uh, you know, because a lot of people, you know, were ranting and raving, myself including, uh, you know, about his uh, acceptance speech, man. Uh, it did not feel like it was an hour at all, first off, which every, once I found that out, I was like, wait, what? It's because it, it came with 10 minutes of applause before he even said a word. <laughs> like, or, hey, you like know, crazy. I, yeah, I wonder when the clock started. Uh, that would be interesting to find, figure out where, where that came from, but uh regardless like i w- it just had me realizing like yeah i could hear this guy talk uh like forever kind of like when we saw mick foley you know what i'm saying yeah and, like so but then when yeah, you saw him his with, one like, man shows are really good right like yeah. you could just man mm-hmm. yeah it, when when it's over you're kind of like whoa it's what and then, yeah coming <laughs> tell, from tell us more <laughs> yeah coming from a guy that was like reading his books mm-hmm. and then like getting to hear him regurgitate a lot of that but in person it just you get immersed in that for reals but but yeah, you were saying that Taker is going to be kind of yeah. doing his own type of—I don't want to say one-man show, but kind of. But it's, yeah, so, uh, apparently it's from Russell Votes directly. It says uh, it seems like he's going to be involved in a show similar to that of Broken Skull Sessions, uh, which you guys know is like the show that uh, Steve Austin did. I think he did what Bully Ray not too long ago. Yeah, that was Seth I was, Rollins. It was a, a pretty guys, good one, right? It was a so pretty good Jericho one. was on there not too long ago. That was yeah. supposed to be the big deal. Lashley did it. Farouk did. Uh, Ron Simmons was another good one. Yeah, yeah, that was a exactly, great one actually. Yeah. That one, yeah, with Ron Simmons. Uh, says Peacock and WWE have convinced the Undertaker to enter the podcasting world. Source states his new show should begin airing within the next few months. A fascinating concept that was uh, unfathomable just a few years back. It, it's weird to me because it's like yeah they had to convince him, and I'm like thinking like does he really need to do a podcast to continue monetizing? I'm like I'm sure people would buy. A- his merch especially yeah right off the heels of wrestlemania and the hall of fame stuff so i just got me but a, then again uh, stone cold he's doing his thing yeah you know yeah not, not just i mean not to say that he needs it but it's like you know i don't see a time where they're not going to push a stone cold city-esque shirt like ontario 316 or vegas 316 <laughs> like they always do right yeah, so he's going to be getting some sort of check from him merch wise but uh but you know what? this is pretty exciting i don't know 
it's exciting, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, I kind of just wish for him to have his privacy. Like, I kind of would love for him to just ride out in the sunset and no one bother him. A little bit. More about it, right? I mean, trust me. I mean, me more than anybody in this room, for for real, but. He's just always been protective of the things, and you, you, he's, it's admirable. You know what I mean? It's loyal, and you love that he still keeps a little bit to himself, which I think that part of it is lost a lot because, you know, the internet, social media, you know, there's it's the transparency. People expect a lot of information that they shouldn't be privy to, you know what I mean, yeah, just because yeah, of definitely. celebrities and public figures. So it's like I think he deserves to have just a little bit of peace, especially knowing how much time he spent on the road away from his family. Now he's in a position to kind of be home and help raise that family. Yeah, yeah no, I'm definitely. I'm like, I think he deserves that. But, yeah, hey, if he's, but, if he's I, for it and this is his way of being able to get close to it, Without having to take another bump, I'm not against that either. You know what I mean? I mean, at the same time, selfishly, he shouldn't have talked so or spoke so well at the acceptance speech. <laughs> he's like, so does that mean that he has to be in full garb every yeah. time? It's like, never say never. That's the name of the podcast, actually. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might be, yeah, because we were talking about, like, I don't know if, I mean, obviously, dead man talking would be perfect, but I don't know if uh, they could secure those rights. I don't but, know. Uh, his father in law is a little bit mad about the man thing still, so. Yeah, very true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't exactly. know. Who knows? A little touch and yeah. go when it comes to. Uh, speaking of WrestleMania, marks. though, uh, we did see Rick Bugs. Uh, Boog! He, he actually, I mean, he had a, a, a few different names before, but, you know, st- I'll, I'm, I'll be honest, like, he's kind of been able to keep it, uh, keep up his spot on the main roster, you know what I mean? Because, like, we didn't see too much of him on NXT in terms of character development. But, uh, nah, yeah, he, they brought him in to do some, like, you know, obviously he was someone that was in their PC, mm-hmm. and then but you know he wasn't getting any wins. But then I remember I saw him; he wasn't on TV anymore. And then I checked his uh, Instagram profile because I started to see that he was uh, sponsored by like a, a supplement thing. And I'm oh, like, okay. oh, did he get let go? And he's doing this now. But I'm like, no, he's still. And then he popped up on main roster. I'm like, oh, good for him. You yeah, know, what I remember mean? he used to do that like high pitched noise. Like, yeah, the like, the yeah. hi. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then he was doing other commercials for. The, oh, he was a. Uh, Oh, was yeah, he playing well, like the Kentucky Fried Guy or something? He was doing something where he was playing that or some funny character yeah, so, for whatever their sponsor they were. Some sort of food, yeah, it was a food sponsor for That's sure. What, yeah, 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 I can't, yeah. can't recall. But no, um, you know, we saw him at WrestleMania. It was good to see a guy like him get a spot, you know, at, uh, at a Mania for sure. But he uh, looked like I think he tore his ACL. Is what yeah, it was. They, they said they tore, he tore it off the bone. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So, but I finally got a little update uh, directly from him, actually from his Instagram. He says, uh, I believe he went through surgery already. He says, That's good. From the uh, highest of highs to lowest of lows, having my beautiful wife with me to experience my first WrestleMania, getting the incredible opportunity to open the show, being able to demonstrate brute strength in front of millions of viewers. Unfortunately, the doctor told me my quad was too strong for the tendon and it was flexing so hard it ripped the tendon totally off the bone. I'm still <laughs> incredibly grateful for the experience and for all the love and support history proves i will come back bigger better and stronger it's a mindset so that's good for him because i think i think i saw him post that a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. maybe even the week after mania but i'm glad his spirits is up because that's got to be a downer like man i'm at the show of shows mm-hmm. you know what i mean and had to take you know not a lot of bumps to get here not taking nothing away from him but you know had that opportunity and then you're i think what he was in the opening match and then like for mm-hmm. that to happen that's got to weigh on the psyche a little bit. So to know that yeah, he's still staying such positive, a big crowd like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, and then and then there's also the the kind of visual trauma. You're like, man, my wife saw watch me do this. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you add that into it. So I mean, but I'm glad to see that he's keeping a, a definite, positive outlook on things, man. So yeah, good luck and um, good health mm-hmm. and uh, just worry about recovering, brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I did see a, a small. 
video. I think they were doing some sort of con or meet and greet where uh, they had Shinsuke out there with a few other people. Okay. And then it was funny because they were playing Shinsuke's music. And this is when Finn Balor still had the United States Championship. He was there. And he was like air guitaring. On, oh, okay. And he, and he was like, yeah, so if he ever needs an, a, a new hype man, you know? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, that'd be kind of cool. And then he loses the title. So I'm like, never mind. Not bad. Never mind. But um, what else we had on the docket? Uh, I think you were telling me something uh, about oh, we, Impact. So, yeah. Um, Acquisitions. Possibly. It hasn't been confirmed or, you know, it hasn't been like an actual uh, grandiose announcement about it yet. Mm-hmm. But I do know that they took part uh, uh, in some stuff with Impact, they being the Briscoe Brothers, because they had like the whole multiverse. Um, I forgot the full name of the event, but it was something that they did during – WrestleMania oh, yeah. weekend where it was like anybody could face anybody. You never know, yeah, you yeah. know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think Briscoes, they faced the Good Brothers that weekend too. Oh, okay. So, well. uh, yeah, they had, you know, two two big uh, matches with, you know, FTR and then with Good Brothers. So uh, it seems that they're going to be kind of signed on as regulars for Impact, which, I mean, again, you know, don't, don't take me at my word. This is coming from Wrestling Observer. Uh, but they were saying it looks to be the case uh, as, I mean, there was some concern – Rumored that maybe Warner Media wouldn't be too privy on wanting to use the Briscoes on AWTV, which I mean I don't know, man. It's, it, I go back and forth with that stuff because I'm like I get that there's a past, but then you got a guy right now that's calling people whores and meth addicts. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> weekly like MJF, you know what I mean? Which not taking nothing from him, but I'm like, is there anything else really being said right now that's worse? And not to mention. When they come out, they're universally loved, dude. Yeah, it's not no, like they're getting booed. Up, it's not yeah. like it's a it's not like it's a bad reputation risk that you're taking to have them attached or your name attached to them, right? Yeah. Especially again, I mean, dude, I, you know, I give it up to the to the 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 jury, the people, but with everything that's been said and rumored and alleged about Jay Lethal, that, that that's another one that kind of scratched my head like, yeah, no. Nah. Okay. And then you know, then we always bring up the Marty thing as a thing about that too but it's just like i don't know man no i i, um, I hear you i can't get too too deep in it because then people start taking shit out of context and like oh you you supported the abusers like no 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 <laughs> no that's no, part no. whipping your ass no that's no, the abuse no, I it, just, I, I support. It, it's it's more i think you know generally speaking it's weird to see some of the inconsistencies and um, yes you know some personalities and i get not, know, not and, every and, situation and, uh, is yeah. going to be the same and not counting where they are now rather than when some of that stuff came out you yeah. know what i'm saying so yeah, th- in terms of promotion and sta- that, that's you know, what uh, you just standing, said what right? what they've done since then mm-hmm. what how have they done anything to learn to better themselves to not be that person anymore yeah are they not affecting anybody in a negative way are they not and it's also tough to wonder is if it if they did is that even our business too you know i, I mean because at the end of the day they are mm-hmm. just wrestlers they and, all their whole personal and the thing is like who are we to be like yeah they're wrestlers but they're people too with their own thoughts opinions political views and all that but the moment they open up about no 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 fuck that dude no i can't believe i'm like (laughs) bro maybe that's how he that's what he believes is best for him and his family in a political sense we don't owe him shit from entertainment point of view yeah yeah. you know what i mean he's he paying he paying his dues and paying his taxes to be able to fly out and you know he's entertaining us you know Um, in a sense but uh no i was on the tail end i was gonna say um some uh I don't know if you heard about Jack Evans seemingly yeah uh, I mean he, he kinda... that, that's why I was confused because I saw I think I sent it to you in the chat like and helico like reemerged on like aw dark in a four yeah. or eight man tag and I was just like so 
they're going to get rid of Jack Evans, but they're like, nah, in Helico. Like, and you know me, I'm a Helico, a Helico fan. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, but it just well, was like, oh, y'all remember he's part of the the HFO office, huh? or I guess the a- AFO. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, right? Days, but, yeah. yeah, it was interesting to see him without Jack Evans, but you have info on that. Because I heard that, I guess, he – He's saying that they're not going to resign him, or he's not going to resign, or what's? Well, yeah, he made uh, he went to, took to Twitter to uh, make a uh, you know basically I think they're just not going to renew you know the uh, but um, he or you know his contract, but he uh, made a statement saying my time with AEW has been a fun and enjoyable uh, time, but it has come to an end as though I will not be resigned when my contract ends at the end of April. I like to thank everyone at AEW and the fans for the opportunity, and then someone. Uh, wrote, you know, so heartless to do this. And he actually responded saying, nah, it's just part of the business. Not to diss myself, but I wasn't giving my uh, giving any added value to the company truthfully. And with the big roster, you got to do what you got to do to make cuts. That was That's a mature thing to say that I yeah. wouldn't expect it from him. But there was some other stuff, too, that people were saying that they were concerned for him because, like, you know, obviously he does a lot of work with Mexico. Yeah. And I guess he there were some posts he had where he was alleging that the uh, Mexican police – we're trying to extort him multiple times. I've heard a few stories about that. Like, I don't know if that's recent or if that yeah. just keeps happening to him. Well, the only reason I brought it up is because he was posting about it recently. Uh, that's oh, okay. probably the, the recent thing of noteworthy, you know, anything that's noteworthy pertaining to Jack Evans before this came out. So um, the article made sure yeah. to bring it up. You know, it's a trip, too. He's only, uh, he looks young, but he's 40. No, I know. Dude, yeah. like, I know he's small, been in the game for a minute. Shout, like, I mean, because, dude, shout out to. M Dog Twenty, dude, yeah, yeah, because we were sure. just we were just talking about. Uh, I brought up Matt Cross, and he's and um, my buddy. Shout out to Ross. He was like, "Hey man, I'm always gonna be a fan of M Dog Twenty, man." Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And I was like, "That's how you, the real ones know." Yeah, so like him and Jack Evans, like you know. So, but shout out to Jack Evans because he was cool as fuck. I don't. Uh, I went out to go. I flew out to DC for the very first AW Dynamite, mm-hmm. and he was out there in his suit. Oh, and okay. I was like, "Oh shit, hey, what's going on, Jack?" And he was totally chill. Oh, damn. He probably was chill, chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, yo, you probably. didn't have to say shit to me. So, like, yeah. I, I got love I got love for John. Anyone that's nice to people, and he had no security with him. There was nobody around. He, and he had no motivation to be like, oh, what's up? What's up, kid? And, and, and mind you, I'm thinking, like, this is the very first TV. And Gave they got nookie, talent just walking he? out here. Give you noogie. He was like, get out, get out of here, you scrap. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but you know what? Uh, wherever he, he ends up, um, I wouldn't be mad at him in Impact. Yeah, uh, help out that X division. Yeah, um, he's been there before, so CML CMLL probably would be the one for him. He, I, I mean, I don't know. Again, yeah. with, with the stuff he was talking about, maybe he doesn't want to potentially deal with any type of alleged extortion stuff. Yeah, but who, yeah, um, but you know, <laughs> in, in the same vein of uh, people, you know, either being released or you know still working their way in the industry or leaving uh, on their own accord. Yeah, they. Uh, I got news on two uh, released WWE stars that got a, a recently a, a tryout, but for producer roles. Mm. Um, Curtis Axel. Really? And I heard he produced something last week. I can't remember what. That's why I paused. I was trying to remember what, what the segment was. I can't remember at the t- mm. for the life of me. But the other person was Aria Davari. So, oh, okay. Um, both trying to get into producer roles, which, you know, I'm not mad at, dude. I mean, if all they know is wrestling, but there's not a lot of people that are interested in them right now. Yeah. But I they still see. want to be able to make. They have knowledge that can give back. And they can still contribute in some way. And the Varys be on that producer tip. Ed, yeah, man. Um, but, you know, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because uh, I know there's probably fans of both uh, talent and uh, would be happy to hear that they're kind of back in the company or at least back within the industry doing something they love. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, no, for sure. Um, but, uh, 
You know, last week we had reported on some more name changes. Well, I was going to say uh, we should be remiss if we didn't talk about uh, Kushida. I, I was going to bring him up because I know oh, we we're okay. going to get into NXT. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, because that was obviously the bigger story. But Kushida's gone uh, from WWE. He hit up mm-hmm. my burner phone. He was like, fuck this. No. Oh, this <laughs> He's like, fuck these jackets. <laughs> it's, it's time. I love Kushida, bro. He's, he's. I mean, ever since mm. we saw him in that in that six-man against the Elite in Ring of Honor at the 13th yeah. anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watching him from there, from the Super Juniors, he he's a great talent. He and, was, and, yeah. and, I'm, and, and, you know, I, I, I'm not, and there's a reason why I'm not going to go off on it now. I've been gone on tangents in previous episodes about like, dude, what 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 are y'all doing with Kashida? Yeah, Why I mean, you, yeah, you and me both. We're, he should be cruiserweight champion. He should have been doing yeah. this already, and then, and then he wins it, and then he loses it. We, yeah, like, we we've literally rebooked a lot of different ways. Like I always thought, how mm. he should have been the one to take the strap off of Johnny, and then that didn't even happened. So it just would have been great, man. I mean, I get the story. The story is one hundred percent a big part of wrestling. Yeah, but sometimes. A great match can make both guys look really good, yeah. and it makes the belt even more worth like worth it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, a quick little uh, uh, quote here from uh, Uncle Dave of Wrestling Observer Radio. He quotes: "He is done. His contract expired. It was not a secret that he wasn't going to stay. Mm-hmm. I know in WWE, the belief is that he starts with New Japan in June. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of interesting." So that is what they believe, and it's probably the case. So. Yeah, uh, the other thing I heard also from uh, Uncle Dave was that the main roster people were never interested in him being brought up, which is kind of a what? shame. Cause so that, that means I that mean, Triple H is the Triple H and William Regal are probably the only ones that even had the faith in him. They they're the ones who probably scouted him, and no one yeah. else other than them wanted him there. Yeah, which ugh, that's crazy. They're like, yeah, we'll just do Jackatine. Like, no, no, why? Man. And, and, and then, then for him to leave right after uh, his, well, his guess, margin gets thrown in the crowd. Well, yeah, I, I guess they were saying, like, whatever happened with uh, – what's that dude's name? Van, Von Wagner. Yeah, it, that was supposed to be, like, his write-off. I, I, I figured as much, but it would have made more sense. Uh, you know what? They probably made him do it to Jiro. He's like, nah, bro, I'm not fucking doing that shit on my mm. way out. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then, uh, again, we were talking about the name changes. Um, yeah. That train has not only – it left the Monday Night Raw station and has uh, circled back back. <laughs> back back to the NXT station because um, there's a few people who are still wrestling under these names that are now getting different names. Yeah. Uh, one we forgot last week was uh, Raul yeah. Mendoza from yeah. uh, Legado del Fantasma, who's now Cruz del Toro. That's what it is, del Toro. Um, yeah. And then I believe there's rumors that Dakota Kai is supposed to be getting her name changed. You, you were telling me. Uh, off air that uh, there's was Alba Fire is gonna be Kaylee Kaylee Ray's new yeah apparently she's already going by it yeah Alba Fire <sighs> and then uh, apparently Casey Kenzazero is gonna be oh, now yeah. going forward will be Katana Chance which you had made the point that it's still KC I yeah. guess in a sense like her initials not her first name which is you know, by the way shit, I but. found out that Caden Carter is actually a student of the Dudley uh. Oh, is Jelly School? Oh, yeah, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, he, when he was on uh, Stone Cold podcast, he sh- you know they had a little still picture of some of the kids in their school, them taking you know, kind of like that group picture they usually take from the ring. And there, I can't remember the two other people I I recognized, but um, yeah, she was she was because okay. so, he, no. he called her something else, but it was still with a K. Oh, okay. He's like, oh, that's oh, that's Kayla. She's in WWE right now or NXT right now. I'm like, who? And I look, I'm like, oh, Caden. 
Oh, okay. She changed her name and then changed mm, her name. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> and okay. then changed her name again. Yeah. <laughs> so Damn, a um, lot, a lot though. Yeah. Can't but um, that's all I got, man. Yeah. On the news tip, same here. Um, I'm trying to think if there was another name I had heard about. I mean, we talked about the theory thing. Well, I yeah. guess it's worth noting theory is now the new United States champion, so there's that. Yeah, I did hear about that. Um, Which made they, it seem like that's all the only reason they took it off of Priest and put it on, on Balor. It's just one of those things where, I don't know if you saw it, but they had all the bad guys come out. I, I heard about it. I was it, like, yeah. what is this, Brett, when he won the title? Like, are you serious? Like, I'm like, first of all, he hasn't had any any <laughs> type of you know confrontations or any instances where you know he has history with any of these people. Yeah. And then on top of that, you had General Aziz and... Uh, well, I can't remember his name. Apollo. Apollo. Yeah, I and heard. I heard it was out there. Yeah. And I'm like, all you ever do is fight for the for the IC or the US title. Like that's what yeah, you live you for. So yeah, why you, you don't elevate? Yeah. I was like, man, y'all should have done a, a a Batista and just drop him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, man, that is the news. That Let's the get news. into uh, the 2.0. Your side favorite. of things, you know, I figure we can get the hardest part out, uh, you know, get the first half done, and then we can, it's easy peasy when it comes to Dynamite Zone, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> uh, zone. let's go, man. Uh, we start the night off uh, with uh, Pretty Deadly. New tag. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You said doodly. Pretty uh, doodly. At least, I did, at least I learned from Savage from like two, two weeks ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, they, brand new uh, NXT. Tag champs that got crowned last week via the uh, gauntlet match. Obviously, there were some, you know, extenuating circumstances with MSK and all that. Uh, I don't want to say good stuff, but you know what I mean. Anyways, the open show with in-ring promo. Talk about dominating uh, NXT UK before saying it became too drab. (laughs) And then that's why they came to the, you know, I don't get why, like, Europeans always do this. They always like say USA with like a country accent. I'm like, not everyone talks with an accent like that in the United States, bro. <laughs> Came to the US of A and had <laughs> have already dominated NXT, claiming that they beat four of the best tag teams in one night, which of course isn't true since they entered the match last and all the teams were beaten by fucking the Creeds. Mm. You sound tell how you really feel. I think I explained it. <laughs> No, I get you. It, it, it's a uh, it's a clever way. Uh, it's just like how MJF says I beat it's Punk che- it's twice a, it's in a, one a, night, but he didn't really. Yeah, it was a real cheeky, uh, real cheeky heat. Yeah, gotcha, I didn't okay. mind it, but I was like, okay, I see what the, I see what y'all are doing. But uh, they get interrupted by the grizzled young vets to a pop from the crowd. Actually, finally, man, who run down uh, pretty uh, deadly, saying the only reason they dominated uh, in NXT UK is because they left NXT UK to come here and and. Uh, Say that their invite to the gauntlet last week. They must have been listening to you. Mm. Yeah, they must have been because I said that I, their uh, their their invite must have got lost. That the only reason that pretty deadly won is because they weren't in the match, and they said that they're tired of being overlooked for opportunities for an, to another big pop from the crowd. I'm like, oh, they're like, we're tired of these chicken bones. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Stop feeding the scraps. Uh, it's not, not every day is a good day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's a, it's a bad day for you. Oh, that would have been great. Mm. Uh, but, uh, Toss yeah, a chicken bone at him. The GYVs are then interrupted by LDF and Electra before LDF just attacked the GYVs on site. Oh, they brought to the back as we now see Braun Breaker making his way through the crowd and into the ring with a microphone. That's random. The whole show's random like that. They always are interrupting each other. Yeah, they always them. interrupting each other like that. Hmm. But um, if you remember, last week we had Joe Gacy, you know, playing these mind games and 
you know, he had that whole thing with the ring and the fire and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, they run, run it back. And, you know, he had ass breaker last week. Was he branded on the finger now? Nah, he, you know, he had the, oh, yeah, he okay. had the, the Omega Sci-Fi just popping. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, he asked what he was willing to sacrifice as, uh, you know, Breaker calls out Gacy. You know, what he's willing to sacrifice to, to get his ring back, mm-hmm. the, the father, his father's ring back, right? So, Breaker's out there. He calls Gacy out, tells him to bring the ring uh, so he can tell him in person. Uh, Gacy's face, this it got weird, man. Gacy's face appears on the screen accompanied with some pre-recorded audio of himself, but you could tell that, like, he's not even, like, lipping the words he's just like doing like these weird faces and smiling while this audio is playing i'm like this is weird so like a, a vignette played <laughs> basically pre-recorded vignette yeah yeah like he said i mean a, when you said it i was like no nah. and then i was like, like he sent a message uh like a like a we need action shots villain. with some narration on the side yeah yeah mm. uh but yeah it was just this weird video of him you know wasn't talking at all it was kind of like this loop version of him making crazy smiling faces is audio played on top, and then kind of like what they did with the fiend with with Cena, where they like he took over all the the mini screens and the LED boards and shit. Oh, okay. Uh, he did that, you know, and it was another video with his face, except it was like another looped video of him just laughing maniacally, like basically telling him like, you know where to find me, so come and get me. <laughs> That's weird. I mean, not, not 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 the smoker laugh, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, and, and the whole thing I'm like alarming. The whole thing I'm like, where is Harlan? Because he's not there with him. Yeah, what's up with that experiment? Don't know. He was Remember, he was there. He helped kidnap uh, Steiner. Hmm. Unless they're trying to make the story, oh, he's been down there with Steiner the whole time. Like, like uh, what's his name? Like No, like, but remember it? they already said he got, well, see, th- this is where it gets he's, muddy. He's because, hanging out with Sloth. Because, because <laughs> they claim, yeah, right? That's pretty much what it is. Tattooed Sloth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, pretty much. I mean, they kind of alluded that they let him go, but they, I don't know. It's weird. Anyways. Santos and Carmelo are shown speaking on each other because they're supposed to be facing later tonight. Uh, pretty good. Santos claiming that the A champion has a lot of excuses and claims he was never worthy of the championship and says Melo's place for this championship is now in the back of the line. Melo responds uh, to Santos saying he's like, you know, basically saying, oh, like to him calling him unworthy. Mm. He says like, I don't need the championship, but the championship needs me. Ooh. I was like, that was a great line. Ooh. And says that last week he took out Solo Sequoia. This week, Santos is the next casualty on the Get Back the Gold Tour. Nice. Yeah, and he got tricked, you know. Hey, man, these guys are confused out here, man. Man, you confused. You cost the, the, the wrong guy the wrong match last week. Or not the wrong match, but you know what I mean. Like, Well, when they say that they're trying to take out everyone that was in that match that's now trying to get a shot at Grimes. So they can be in the front. I get that, but that's not how it came off last week. No, not at all. Especially um, when it's just trick. Tiffany Stratton versus Sarai. Sarai hits a few big drop kicks, slanted a, a diving stomp from the second rope, even hit her patented low drop kick against the bottom rope. But finish comes when Sarai tries for a waist lock, and Stratton does. Uh, she performs what I can only describe as a kind of like a reverse headbutt, where oh, she just okay. like connects the back of like her head to the front of Sarai's. Laying her out, setting her up for that variation of uh, what I call a variation of the Sky Twister press out of the corner for the win. Yeah, gotcha. Um, that's pretty much it for that. Uh, we got Breaker showing backstage looking for Gacy as we hear the the voice of his father calling him by his shoot name. You just say, Bronson, Bronson. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why are we, why are we doing this? It's so weird. Yeah, it just doesn't make, like, you guys, like, you, I don't, it's like when. Uh, I mean, I get Bron could be short for Bronson, but like. 
There was a Bronson Reed. It's almost no feels like is no that one why has called him was... Bronson on camera before, mm. right? Yeah, so that's why I thought it was weird. But Mm-mm. anyways, he walked into like a random, what I call a quote unquote a random area because he literally like just walked and made a left hmm. and just sees like this shark cage in it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, oh, he just noted to fucking walk in there. Cause, oh, because he hears his name being called, right? So it's a shark cage in it. Is a steel chair that's like set up like someone was sitting in it. Okay. But there's a tablet sitting on the seat and it's playing this video of Gacy with his father, which like again, a live feed or something. No, 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 no. Like again, this is where I got confused because last week they both made like this reference as if like you know they let him go, like he's back home. You know that's what Breaker was saying. Mm-hmm. And like, so I wasn't sure if this is supposed to be like footage of them while he, they still had him. When he was kidnapped. But then it also didn't make sense because Gacy was also referencing and saying things to Breaker to continue teasing his whereabouts. So it's like, I don't know how it could be like both past tense and present tense simultaneously. This is all in the video? That's yeah. A, is it, you know, is it supposed to. You don't be, see the, They don't zoom in on the video, but you hear the audio of him. Wa- he's so watching it. It's not it. perceived to be live. No, I mean, that, well, that's the thing. I don't know. Because again, he, he, you hear him and his dad. But they say his dad's, you know, Unless is back just, home. But then he's making the same references he was about coming to find him. Well, it's not above WWE to, like, try to rewrite stuff as if yeah. something wasn't no, said or wasn't seen, uh, which is always a big If it wasn't on the, the review package, it didn't happen. Right. So, um, especially previously on Monday Night Raw, right? Um, but yeah, now seriously, I mean, if it's that, I mean, or maybe I mean, Vince maybe, never botched the stutter, apparently. Yeah, you know, yeah, that guy got a big bump in pay. Uh, um, but the only thing I can think of is uh, unless they're just using past footage to torment in the present. See, but that's okay. But say I feel that, but I'm like, but it's not. Clear. I'm like, is he? Are they? Are you trying to? Are you is trying to put over? Games? Like, well, that's are you trying to put over? He's that poignant and and calculated that he recorded things ahead of time. While he still was there, you know what I mean. But mm. it's still a lot to explain. It's a it's a lot of over explaining for something that I shouldn't have to be thinking about in this segment. You know what I mean? I agree. Anyways, we get a pretty deadly shown walking backstage, roaming the halls until they get approached by Persia and Indy Hartwell. Hmm. You know they kind of start flirting with them, and they flirt back. But uh, Persia and Indy ask if they could do them a big favor, and they say, "Yeah, of course, anything." And they say, "Yeah, we want to match with you guys." And they're like, oh, yeah, well, oh, yeah, well, we, we can have a, you know, they're, they're thinking they're talking about, like, you know, that's some double double action, you know what I mean? Yeah. Taking it as an innuendo for a tax session of yeah, sheets. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, they're even like, yeah, you want to put, yeah, put the, you can put the, the titles on the line. Oh, we'll put the titles on the line. Like, no, not the titles of who's Big Daddy in the bedroom, buddy. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, chill, chill. Um, but wait for it. Incoming illogical reveal. Duke Hudson and Dexter Loomis step up in frame as they're looking for a shot of the tag traps now. As Pretty Dudley put the brakes on and dip out, and then it's announced that Duke and Dexter get their match later in the night. But I'm like, that's quick. You guys were doing a bunch of shit against each other. Now you guys are like, a- well, I could tell that it was going to turn into that whole, was it just opposite bedfellows? Yeah, yeah, that yeah that whole trope that they've done, the Gold Dust Booker T, the you know the. It's just opposites of the Kane, Daniel Bryan. Like it's 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 just like 
Tale as old as time. It it it, it sells. It, it mankind in the rock. Yes, you know, a dude love and Stone Cold. If you know, if you yeah, want no, that's, that's a really credit. good one. Yeah. Like so, but um, that, that's what it, it seemed. Like. I mean, Sheamus and Cesaro is probably the most productive way they've done it. You know, uh, but other than that, no, you're not, you're not wrong in that. Like probably like early would be what Mega Powers maybe. Yeah, but that was no, no, that wasn't strange, Buffalo. That was like kind of like a dream team type of thing. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but 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 I get what you mean with the brute bruteness and, and like the aggressive like uh, in ring. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, we had a Grayson Waller backstage <laughs> interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets asked about his decision to fire his insurance policy. Sanga, Sanga with the lucky egg, mm-hmm. <laughs> as he makes it known that he never had a hurt elbow. And which is putting uh, on as part of his plan, says he even made Sanga carry his bags because he was that dedicated to the plan and says he's not scared of any repercussions at the hands of an angry Sanga. Then Andre Chase and his star pupil Bodie Hayward interrupt. Yeah, you know, it's I a teachable this. moment, baby. No, this is my favorite part of the whole show. Mm. And, and when you hear it, you're like, so that doesn't leave a whole lot of uh, <laughs> potential for how the show goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, he comes in. Teachable moment. Quotes Ben Franklin as uh, Wallace says, Ben Franklin? Who he ever beat? He's no Dr. Seuss. I was like, the <laughs> as an angry Sanga in full gear makes his way through a door uh, like, and immediately goes after Waller. Again, they're backstage as Waller like runs for his life, throwing things in his way to create space between uh, you know, him and Sanga. Okay. While claiming he didn't mean, I didn't mean anything. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean to say it. You know what I mean? All that shit. As we see Andre uh, and Bodhi kind of marveling over the size of Sanga as the camera pitches back up to, like, the NXT entrance, uh-huh. you see, like, Waller and Sanga, like, kind of fighting their way through the entrance, you know, down to ringside. Okay. But the best part is the other mic is still on. You oh, can't okay. see what's going on, but, you you know, the, the mic that was on Andre Chase, because all you hear is, <laughs> can you believe he insulted the great Dr. Seuss? <laughs> <laughs> I was I had to run it back. I'm like, yo, did yo, you really say that, that? That's great. I love I was that. Like, he said that and probably didn't know he was even still on. You know what I mean? Like just to like for filler, but I was dying. I was like, that was great. That's hilarious. Uh Sanga versus Walla becomes a match as the big man hits uh four bill throws back to back to back, uh, to the crowd's delight. Follows up with uh with a huge high walk slam, a big elbow drop for a near fall, but Walla grabs the rope. The crowd, surprisingly, is behind Sanga in his match, but maybe because they hate Waller so much. Mm. Uh, Sanga calls for a choke slam, but Waller takes a powder uh, on the outside and is able to push Sanga, uh, oh, able to push push Sanga's head first into the ring post. Uh, you know, big man style. Oh yeah. Throws him back into the ring as he runs in, hits the tumbling stunner for the win, which was a burial, to be honest. Mm. I was gonna say I'm not too sure why they're running both. This guy and uh, what's his name Veer at the same time. Well, they, they're former and tag opponents. Our tag tag, and, uh, the, and then we got uh, Satnam. You know, what I mean, oh, did you see here about WWE? Platinum Satnam. Uh, I guess they trolled the day after that he debuted, where they did like top ten best uh, big man debuts. Or debuts something. and number one was for some reason Great Kali, and we all know damn well Ugh. he's not number Dude, one. I remember to this day, and they day. kept showing him doing the the was it the the clutch. Uh, know, which is just like, yeah, yeah why yeah. is he doing the clutch, dude? Like, we were talking about that, but yeah, I mean, the 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 one thing I remember distinctly about that day when I saw him coming, I'm like, is that the dude from Longest Yard? Yeah, straight up. And I was like, oh man, this is this is a botch. 
I'm like, he's an actor. We yeah, see, I didn't. Like, I didn't know what to think. I was like, maybe. it's like when Zeus, you know, showed up. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. like, no, no, no. But you know, rest in peace to Zeus. But still, yeah, yeah, no. Nah. Like, oh man. Unless that was their intro to Zeus, and then you start seeing him. <laughs> Where's my bike, pump? When he leave, I'll be talking again. <laughs> I'll be flexing again. Man, oh yeah. Roxanne Perez vignette, aka Roxy. We were just talking about her mm-hmm. last week with yeah. name changes. Uh, set the debut next week as she's getting interviewed backstage by Mackenzie as she comes off. And, and this is, and no disrespect, I'm not familiar with her. Roxy. Uh, promos. Okay. And I don't know if this is by there design are, right. or what, but it just came off real bumbling in her promo. Like, it's pretty weird. Like, I don't know if she's just nervous, but she sounds like she's, like, playing a character rather than speaking as the character. Hmm. You know what I mean? Um, she gets interrupted by Toxic Attraction, who pretty much talk her into moving up her debut to tonight. They kind of just bully her. And I'm like, we didn't need this to happen, but whatever. You know what I mean? So, hmm. yeah, that happens. Okay. Uh, later we get uh, Legato versus... <sighs> Tony, no. It's the grizzled young vets, but this is this is another name change. You ready for this? Okay. First thing I notice is that they build the GYVs as Drake and Gibson on the the match mm-hmm. art instead of the grizzled young vets. I was like, that's weird. But then when they came out, they were announced as Gibson and Drake. Okay. So they're like not even doing the grizzled young vets thing anymore. I'm like, so you guys are just last names. You know what I mean? I was like, why? Like I don't want to. That's weird. Okay. Especially from a guy like Z- uh, Zach Gibson has been Gibson forever. Or not forever, but you know what I mean? That's that's who he's named. That's, that's who he's like Birch and Lorkin, like, you know what I mean? Basically. But then, you know, again, I don't want to be uh, misinformed or, or uh, you know, unfair because Pretty Deadly just changed their names. And I, even though I'm not well-versed with them, I'm sure there's people that were upset with that, too. Yeah, you know yeah what exactly. I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I just thought it was really weird. Anyways. It sounds like <clears> Ivar and... Yeah, Eric all, with a K. Eric, yeah, all over again, yeah. Uh, match starts off super hot as LDF hit uh, two huge outside dives on the GYVs. I'm, I'm going to call them that. Mm-hmm. During their entrance, uh, Wild hits some fancy lucha action on both guys before they take over the match when Drake uses Gibson to hit a step-up basement drop kick to take out uh, Raul, and I wrote Raul Mendez, who I forgot to mention. Mendoza, has also, Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mendez, Mendoza, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I wrote even before I knew we were going to bring it up that uh, – Obviously, the name changed. Cruz del Toro. I guess I got to get used to that. Yeah. Uh, Put some respect on it. But uh, <laughs> Toro tags in, hits a big springboard avalanche, Hurricane Ronda, uh, like uh, Rey Mysterio style. Yeah, gotcha. Almost like Sabu style back in the day, too. Oh, I feel you. You know what I mean? Yeah, From yeah. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. Uh, but yeah, uh, near fall, finish comes though when Wild goes for an assisted outside dive with Mendoza, but, but sort of either slips on the rope or botches and doesn't get all of it, but they regain momentum and hit the Russian Lake sweep in Zaguri. Pretty, uh, pretty, uh, swayed how they did it too. I have to okay. say like real smooth, uh, combo for the win. And, uh, though the crowd is definitely with LDF and they honestly should have sniffed tag team gold by now. I just didn't like how quickly they jobbed out the GYVs mm. though. They haven't had exactly a, you know, any string of wins lately either, but you know, it was just like, Oh, after all that, the segment in this, it was like a seven minute match. Yeah. So, you know, anyways, um, I feel you though. I mean, you would think since they've been wrestling for the first time in weeks, they'd get more of a bone thrown. I mean, especially they got cheered and so. not a chicken bone. 
Yeah, not a chicken bone. Pay window. They they didn't have a good day. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Post match, Santos is there. Says, you know, let's keep the momentum going because you know he's supposed to be facing Mamelo. So they just end up doing the match right after. Um, but you know, right before they go to break, he's like talking to them in full gear, like let's keep the momentum going. And uh, he he sets you know he set the face Carmelo and he he tells Tony D uh, to watch how a real leader takes care of business. I was like, oh, mm. I thought y'all had a little thing going, but I'm like, all right, okay, y'all trying to okay. King of New York? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, that's deep mob, bro. Yeah. Uh, Santos Escobar versus Carmelo Hayes, man. Uh, two heels facing each other. Uh, this was kind of a rarity in WWE. Um, fans really big into both guys. Melo, of course, comes out with Santos's face on a T-shirt again. Um, Santos doesn't have uh, LDF out there as during the break they got jumped from behind by Briggs, Jensen, and Fallon again, but... Trick Williams is ringside paying dividends, as he always does. Uh, he pulls Santos's foot, setting him up for the springboard clothesline for Mello. Uh, before going into picture-in-picture, picture, uh, Mello tries for the spring uh, springboard clothesline again, but Santos counters with a half-Nelson backbreaker. I was like, mm. hello, Roddy's still on the, on, on the, on the roster. You better calm down. <laughs> calm, well, the f- calm the fuck down. <laughs> I mean, at this point, his his uh, his wife gets more TV time. Well, there's something interesting about like I I, I got a they got a segment later. So, oh okay. Uh, Melo sinks. Uh, oh, cinches in a textbook single leg crab. It was it was nice. Like mm. uh, Mark would. I mean, he didn't do the the maple leaf. Okay. Uh, you know, a setup, but it, it was it was nice. Uh, Santos gets to the rope, uh, but he also hits a huge stalling suplex. Uh, Santos is working face now a little bit as he hits a 10-count punch in the corner, which is obviously a face thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, things start to get a little bit clunky between them as Santos uncharacteristically hits a comeback because I've never seen him do that before. Yeah. Uh, then hits the big suicide dive headbutt on the outside that he always does. Throws Melo back into the ring. <sighs> and it's about to follow him back in when two men... In black suits, white collar shirts, and bright red neckties and derby hats surround es- Escobar on both sides. As one tips his uh, hat down to Escobar and the other one attacks Santos from behind with the crowbar as the ref is distracted the whole time with Melo uh, acting like he's going to grab a chair. Mm. Uh, they throw him back into the ring. Melo hits the huge diving leg drop for the wonky finish. Only thing I could think of is that you know earlier in his promo – he talked about how he, he he was taking out the competition, so I was like, maybe Melo made a deal with the Don to mm. take out Santos, uh, with that also being an incentive for Tony D to best or embarrass Santos for turning down the money last week. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, but I'm like, I shouldn't have to think this. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's not your dot to connect. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, post-match, Melo pretty much says that since he took out Santos and Solo, that Grimes is his next target. Grimes' music hits and says Melo didn't have the respect to tell him face-to-face that he wants a shot at the title like Solo did, but tells him that uh, they will face each other for the North American Championship at this new event called Spring Breaking. Spring Breaking with no G. Spring Breaking. Okay. But the way they like said it was I like am? it was like spring break in, like I'm breaking into. <laughs> like the, what it's like, oh, okay. But it's spring, yeah, it's breaking with an apostrophe. Spring hmm. Breaking. Uh, Melo okay. says, uh, he, you know, he said, I got the juice in me now. Like, he wants to fight him now. Grimes walks to the ring, but he warns him to turn around as it's Solo Sequoia. Behind him, takes out Trick with a super kick, hits a pop-up, nice pop-up Samoan drop on yeah. uh, the former A champion. Uh, and pretty much, you know, he sits there, stands eye-to-eye with Grimes for a little bit before telling him he got next mm. um, before leaving the ring. But then later it's announced that Grimes will actually defend the championship in a triple threat against Solo and Carmelo at Spring breaking. Spring breaking. 
Rumspringer. It's breaking, breaking. <laughs> it's Rumspringer. Oh, man. Uh, next, we got a Wes interview, which I was pretty, I was like, oh, we're, we're, we're going to confront this quickly, huh? Okay. <laughs> uh, but yes and no. It's just weird, man. Uh, he gets asked about his thoughts. Uh, he says, you know, this obviously he's had a rough couple weeks and has had some doubts in his mind, but gets interrupted by Zion Quinn, who tells him his problem is that he doesn't run it straight, to which he Wes tells him, dude, you sound really cool saying that, but I have no idea what that means, dude. <laughs> like, mm. And uh, says during his interview, like, this, uh, my interview time isn't the time to give me a lecture, as Quinn kind of takes, uh, you know, taking a hill type of attitude, he has like a leather jacket on and shit. It's weird. Oh, okay. No shirt underneath. You know what I mean? Oh. Well. Um, but it's, you know, I'm <laughs> okay, not sure. I'm not sure if that's based on his aggression from the match he just had with Draco last week or what. But Draco was clearly the the heel in that match. That's so weird. Because he made fun of the Haka dance. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know that they're, they're pulling. They're, they're flipping switches on a lot of people lately. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, Braun Breaker shown again walking off an elevator, still in search of Joe Gacy as he walks into a room full of. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, a room. Full of full-length mirrors, not a room made of actual mirrors. Mm, okay. <laughs> Just, you know, like the ones you see, oh, I can see my pants and my shirt. Oh, I look yeah, kind of yeah, cool yeah. and I'm out. There's a bunch of them, like, you know, just taped up, glued up on a wall in various ways, different angles and shit. And he looks into one of them. He sees Gacy standing behind him before he quickly turns around. The camera pans quickly to see no one behind him. His breakers just growing more and more frustrated. It was pretty much a better version of the uh, the Ultimate Warrior thing with Hogan. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what I mean? It was like, I don't know how they, I honestly don't Sounds know like how they did it. some fun shit. Yeah, I mean, it was, but it was. That's why I said it was just like He's really going man. for that villain thing, I'm telling you. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, he's, I, I don't know. I'm like, dude, he must have saw the Batman. I was about to say, he's trying to be the like, Riddler. Yeah, yeah, was just, yeah exactly. Uh, Diamond Mine segment, here we go. Diamond Mine. Roderick Strong shown sparring with the heavy bag as uh, Malcolm is, uh, Malcolm Bivens is on the phone. Uh, you can tell he's talking to Ivy. And he's telling her that Diamond Mine is global. It mentioned something about her being in the UK, which I noted only because, you know, we were talking about, you know, some scuttlebutt about, you know, regarding Roddy possibly moving to the NXT UK roster. But, oh, gotcha. That's um, right. But, yeah, uh, Roddy says that as the leader of the Diamond Mine, he's not going to stand by and let another group go down in flames, which I took uh, to him alluding to Undisputed Era, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Strong says that he's going to start making examples out of people and that anyone who doesn't agree with his vision for Diamond Mine is an enemy of Diamond Mine before walking out of frame. I was like, oh, okay. Mm. It's interesting. I was like, are you going to start checking your own guys? Or, like, you're not, are you mad that the creeds are getting cheered? Or what's up? You know what I mean? I'm not too sure. It, it, it left me with interest, which is yeah. a great thing. Yeah, definitely. Next, we got Natalia. Uh, she she defeats Tatum Paxley uh, via sharpshooter in about five five minute match. Only thing interesting is the fact that uh, this match came on after the the Roddy promo. As Paxley has actually been shown with some loose interactions with Ivy Nile in the past. Oh, okay. And, ha- and has has some loose association on screen with possibly trying to get a spot in Diamond Mine. So I just thought it was kind of uh, you know the fact that they put that segment right before it. You know what I mean? So yeah, no, I got and, you. And, and based on his message, he was saying so. Who knows? Anyways, we see Tony D walking around in the parking lot as he gets asked if he has any involvement with the attack on Santos Escobar uh, in his match against Melo, to, to which he denies any involvement and asks the cameraman if he thinks that's something he'd do to Santos after the respect uh, or after he's shown so much respect to the dawn of NXT. Says it's probably just uh, two stonauts trying to make a name for themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, he actually uh, notices the signature 
black SUV that LDF usually either ride in uh, or jump people with or kidnap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that whole thing when they first started? Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's behind him, and he asks the cameraman if that's, hey, is that Legato's ride? And uh, the cameraman confirms, and he, he just smiles and says, nice wheels, before walking out of the frame, right? Hmm. Uh, then we get a, a vignette for Nathan Frazier's debut next week from uh, NXT UK, which is actually Ben Carter. Oh, okay. You know, who was in uh, AEW at, at one point. Oh, okay. That yeah. was like the first like bidding war, right, between AEW <laughs> yeah, and WWE. Yeah. We, yeah, we snatched him from you. We got him. Got him, Tony. We got him. Uh, next, we had Zion Lee versus Wesley. I'm Zion Lee. Zion Quinn, I'm sorry. We had Zion Quinn versus Wesley. Uh, Quinn comes out with the black jacket again, so now it looks like they're going for the heel turn. <laughs> okay. uh, Wes with his own Wes, uh, W-E-S version of the MSK logo for the video, which in a kind of a slower version of their theme, huh. a little bit more hip-hop to it uh, as his new theme. So I was like, that was kind of quick. Damn, okay. Uh, Wes with the quickness and the high-flying early, but uh, Quinn backdrops uh oh backdrops him on the apron takes over the match game or the oh takes over the match with the power game uh definitely working like an aggressive heel hits a huge pop-up flapjack on west and looks to size him up but west fires back up with some strikes but goes for a springboard and slips and turns around into a forearm which uh i can't tell if that was like a botch or like you know like if he was actually going to go for a springboard and take the forearm anyways Mm. as a counter or if he was selling the slip on the rope is like to play up the doubts he had in himself from the promo earlier. So I don't know. Anyways, gotcha. uh, Quinn wins with the the big uh, running forearm for the win, and uh, yeah, that was it. Uh, after that, we get Natalia. Damn forearm, man. That running, yeah. I mean, it, like he's a big dude, so I get it. But I'm like, I don't know. Like you know, that's just a move that like like Booker T had his own version say, of yeah. it. Like freaking. Um, Shawn Michaels had a version of it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It's just I remember weird. when Cody was doing it early on. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, Natalia. The priceless days. The boat, know. if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gets interviewed backstage uh, about her attack on Cora Jade when Nikita Lyons walk in the frame with a big pop, and she is taller than her, for mm-hmm. sure. Oh, okay. Uh, says that she may have put the women's division on notice last week, but says she's putting Natty on notice now that after she takes care of uh, Lash Legend next week that she's coming for her. Natty accepts her challenge, but warns that all that talk will change when she has her in the sharpshooter, to which Nikita says, she ain't worried, I'm flexible, baby. Mm. <laughs> As Mackenzie awkwardly walks out of frame and both women stare at each other just grinning. <laughs> I was, and it was almost like, why don't you show me how flexible you are? Oh, man. I'll take you to the dungeon, baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. what. It, just like, it was like they should have panned away, but they just kept on it for some reason. I, I, that seems like a, oh, Vince will love this. <laughs> yeah, it, it did, yeah. Uh, next, we had uh, Roxanne Perez versus JC Jane. Uh, Roxanne upsets, uh, upsets JC with the code red uh, plus pin after Wendy Chu appears on the screen and is shown trashing. Yo, what is up Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm like, yo, you need friends to go against two other pe- three other people. Mm-hmm. You know, or, yeah. yeah. Uh, but she's shown trashing toxic, toxic attractions locker room leading to the uh, distraction and the finish. So, you know, that was that. Later, we see LDF, uh, you know, they're shown walking into the parking lot towards the ride. For some reason, Santos is still in his gear and entrance jacket. I'm like, while well, everyone else is in a suit, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Full gear all day. <laughs> I was like, maybe you're supposed to, uh, you're waiting in line for the shower, but then you're like, no, we need, we need to shoot it now. We need yeah, to shoot yeah, it now. Yeah, you're like, real. oh, fuck, let me just get my shit on then, fuck. Yeah, yeah probably. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're shown making their way to their SUV, but they see someone put a boot on it. Familiar with the with the boot, my man? 
I've never had a boot on my car. No, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying what I'm at, but I know what a boot is. Yeah, I've seen one. It's it's I've seen people drive on them too. They know it's crazy. I don't know. But they put they put the boot on it as the camera pans up and they show a huge dead fish laying in a pile of newspaper on the windshield. To which you know Santos is like, I know exactly who did this. I'm like, yeah, Mm. the the only guy who (laughs) puts fish on people's butcher and the blade. (laughs) It was the butcher and the blade. No, it was Bobby Fish. Because how many fish can Bobby Fish fish? Mm -hmm. If Bobby Fish could fish fish, could fish fish. Uh, from here, we had uh, Pretty Deadly taking on Duke Hudson and Dexter Loomis for the NXT tag straps. Uh, Duke and Dexter showing signs of cohesion at certain points of the match as they finally share a thumbs up together. Crowd gets rooted pretty behind the strange duo while Barrett still insists that Duke is doing all the hard work. Uh, and I have to call out Vic Joseph for this line during Duke's comeback. This duo has taken two steps forward, two steps back, but they come together because opposites attract. Paul Abdul wants that check. Oh, Paul Abdul wants the check. No, man. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, why is that? Oh, no. Who's, uh, who said that? Two Vic? Se- Joseph? Two steps forward. Uh, two steps. No, no, I got you. It's just funny. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, man, I heard it this morning. I'm going to use this. <laughs> uh, but ultimately, Pretty Deadly came up with the win after some shenanigans. But um, after that, the lights go out, and Joe Gacy appears at the Bird's Nest area. With the mic and a spotlight on him and ask for a breaker to come find him as Breaker's music hits immediately. And he marches out to confront Joe Gacy atop the same platform. Gacy says that he will give him back the Hall of Fame ring. No games, no funny stuff. If Breaker gives him a shot at the NXT Championship at Spring Breaking. Uh, at, Spring, at Rum Springer. Um, <laughs> Breaker accepts before Gacy tells him he needs to do one last thing for him. And that's to take a leap of faith as Gacy pushes him off the plat, and again, the lights are off, and it's just the spotlight on them, so he pushes him off wherever they're at, the bird's nest, right? Okay. And he, he falls to the floor, and everyone's like kind of, oh, shit, you know what I mean? And, you know, the the, the, the lights come back on, and all you see, well, not, they don't come back on, the, the light, another spotlight shines on him, mm-hmm. where Breaker was. Uh, he's shown, you know, you see Gacy's looking down at, at his hurt body, as Braun is just moaning and grimacing, you know what I mean, in pain. Mm-hmm. Then he gets surrounded by, like, several, like, Illuminati, Druid-looking hooded men. <laughs> and, and they're just, like, all, like, you know, covering, you know, like kind of like, like what zombies like smother, do. Like yeah, them. right? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it's like that whole image of, no, ah, get off me, yeah, get yeah, off yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And that, But that's what he says. Like, he's telling them to get off, and then that's how they go off the air. Yep. I would just left it with, with him in the words of Brody Lee. Off. Yep, 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 oh, yep. Man. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I would just left it with him, just like seemingly hurt, you know, falling on the floor. Like not. I I don't get the whole druid part. Like what the. I don't, mm. Yeah, I mean Gacy's never really been one for the supernatural. Unless he's like so. growing his cult or whatever the hell it is he's working on. But then now you gotta have put faces to those. Yeah, and then I gotta connect the dots. It's probably a bunch of like the collegiate athletes they just signed to the like the scholarship program. <laughs> yeah, for They're real. like, oh, this is why you make your break, kid. He, he just play, he's just under a hood, man. It's, it's, it's like when we, when we saw uh, we're like, hey, that's Owen Hart. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we, we saw the boots out there. They were they were carrying the the, the casket down. We're like, that's yeah. Owen Hart. Hold mm-hmm. on, and Tatanka. That's Tatanka. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. dude. For sure. Uh, but yeah, that was NXT 2.0. I will not bother you anymore about it. Uh, we're gonna go straight to a break, mm-hmm. and we're gonna uh, catch up on some uh, much needed dynamite uh, palate cleanser. Sounds good. The following announcement has been paid for by the Twin W.O. 
Yo, what's good? It's the hip hop hybrid, Doc Lesnar. Hey, yo, it's Quincy Jones Go from the Quincy Jones Show, aka the, the Mega, Mega Towers. Towers. And we're just here reminding every single one of you guys to go check out my brand new video right now World's Greatest Tag Team, Hot Tag, produced by my cousin, Awesome Beats. Featuring yours truly, Quincy Jones Go, available right now on YouTube, keyword Doc Lesnar. And that, my friends, it's undisputed. And you know we got three words for them. Top guys out. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. Featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did that. We did that. World's greatest tag team, baby. But now, uh, like you uh, mentioned right before the break, it's time to uh, light the fuse. Bring the boom. It is time for a little bit of... Dynamite. It's time for the main event. Nah, not yet, but we'll get there. Well, this is the main event of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you came to see. Yeah, hey, top guys. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, we open up with uh, uh, kind of a, a nice little first-time match. I don't think they've ever met before, at least not on uh, in any promotion I've ever seen. But CM Punk takes on Dustin Rhodes. Uh, we did see if anyone watched, I think I th- it was think a Rampage, was, uh... a Battle of the Belts, I think is when he had uh, called out CM Punk. But, uh, I think yeah. it was a first-time matchup because they had mentioned it was like a bucket list for, for Punk. Oh, okay. Well, I thought Dustin was the one that said it was a bucket list. Oh, maybe. maybe. Promo, yeah. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, the match starts with a handshake. Uh, we see Rhodes actually focus on Punk's left arm while Punk focuses on Dustin's left leg. We do see a code red and power slam from Dustin for a near fall. Figure four by Punk, uh, but he does escape. And we do actually see a crossroads and pile driver by Dustin for a near fall as well. Punk counters a bionic elbow attempt from Dustin with a glancing head kick. Then uh, attempts to GTS, but apparently, I don't know if he... If he's selling the the shoulder or the arm, but uh, he ultimately settles for a pinning combination instead for the win. Post-match, we see both men exchange some positive words with each other and embrace a little bit. And a handshake once again. And uh, while we see Punk head up the ramp, he's pantomiming that he wants the belt. When we see Paige, uh, his music hits, he walks out on stage. And I don't know, did they switch tunnels for the night? Because I noticed most of the heels walked out of what's usually the face tunnel. And vice versa. I didn't notice that, but I did notice when you now that you mentioned it, Hangman did come out of the left hand side. Yeah, exactly. So, but I noticed that I think didn't did Wardlow come out that side too, or later that in the night? I believe so, and I think Mm. uh, Men of the Year came out of the right side. You're right, they did. So. Yeah, it seems like they flipped it maybe, but uh, yeah, yeah they kind of share a curious, uh, you know, uh, stare down uh, to much fanfare, which might be a sign of things to come. You know, double or nothing does need a big main event. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, speaking of Wardlow, uh, we get a backstage segment from earlier in the day. He was greeted by, uh, smart Mark Sterling and, uh, security of course, upon his arrival, as it gets explained that security will now escort him everywhere he's got to go tonight, which is only to his dressing room or closet as he, uh, clowns about, uh, to the wrestling ring and then back to his car all while handcuffed apparently. And of course passes on a message from NJF, which is to eat pig while Wardlow just retorts oink oink bitch, which was actually pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A good time and, and when you guys grabbed my bag yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like i was like don't leave the bag though <laughs> yeah yeah this dude also he's leaning into it pretty good so yeah I, yeah I, I enjoyed that yeah i wasn't mad at it i wasn't mad at it uh we get a uh, trios match which i'm starting to love these every week i just hope uh we can get a really good uh i don't know if it's just gonna lead to a collision with the best friends at some point uh but i would love to see who else they could like either recruit or uh oh, that would make sense kind of team up against in, in a trios uh, kind of way because there yeah there was a little dust up between trent and mm-hmm. Wheeler, and if 
Orange is good orange. To go. Yeah, gets get gets healthy because I, I know you heard his arm, but he didn't need surgery, right? That was the the, the whole deal. Yeah, I think he just needed uh, uh, just needed the sling for a couple of weeks or so. But uh, we'll see. I know I know it's, he's just your favorite. <laughs> but uh, we do mm. get the Blackpool Combat Club <laughs> taking on a curious uh, trio of uh, Lee Moriarty, Brock Anderson, and Dante Martin. Curious and, and the for re- sure because, because go ahead. I was gonna say it's either gotta be Brock and Shoddy with somebody, yeah, exactly, or it's gotta be Dante and his brother was like it just yeah, and then Lee would normally tag with uh, Sidell, but, but Sidell had a, yeah, he had like a dislocated knee or something. I, I remember they reported it uh, during his match at Ring of Honor. Actually, I forgot to report. I mean, they, on that. they attacked it last week though. Yeah, yes, they did. But yeah, I, I found yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's weird to see Dante involved with the recent return of his brother. So yeah, it was weird to see him and Lee. Lee and mm-hmm. I'm like. Oh, is it because, like, I don't know. It just, yeah, it, yeah just, it just seemed like everyone, maybe all their partners are out with something. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Who knows? But uh, the first thing I wrote, why is Mox selling so much for Brock? Pissed me off. It really did. Like, Mox He's doing took a, a favor for Arn. I guess. Uh, but he took a lot of the young guy's offense is what got me. It made, made him seem like the least disciplined, and I didn't like Oh, that. you know what? Now I remember why. It's those three. Those are the three guys that Daniel, like, brutalized. Or Brian Danielson brutalized before he went up against Mox, ain't it? I don't know if he got Dante in the mix, but or Brock to be honest. But I know Moriarty was one Brock. he went against for sure. I thought he went against Brock on like a, a rampage or something. I know, I know he he went up against Moriarty after yeah, name for dropping sure. him yeah, for sure. So. Definitely, uh, we see a rope hung suplex and diving knee drop combo from Mox and Danielson. Several quick tags to Mox the BCC as they take turns working over Brock. Uh, Brock actually hits Mox with a desperation spine buster. Hot tags Moriarty who actually clears house for the hometown crowd. Uh, Border City stretch by Moriarty as well. Countering to a regal plex by Danielson. Uh, Dante hits a uh, springboard plancha to Mox on the floor but gets caught in, in a uh, uh, yeah right in a uh, bully <laughs> choke when uh, trying to know uh, to hit that nosedive. Uh, moonsault. Yuta and Mox rain down elbows while Danielson kicks uh, Lee's face off before Dante eats a par- uh, paradigm shift from uh, Mox, giving BCC the win. Uh, not a bad outing, but I-, I like the new tights. It took me a while to realize what it was, but it's white tights with everything basically uh, written in blood mm-hmm. on-, on the site. So I thought that was- kind of remind me, uh, like, like I don't know, like a cruiserweight. WCW circa, you know what I mean, like late nineties, mm. like his gear basically. Uh, until I realized exactly what it, uh, what the designs were, uh, we get a backstage segment: the Elite and uh, Red Dragon, or I guess the Undisputed Elite, as they have finally kind of coined on camera. Uh, Kyle basically tries to fire everyone up following the recent losses. Uh, he vows to qualify for the Owen Hart tournament, while uh, Cole says, as a functioning unit, the five of them, five of them can't be stopped. He uh, issues a 10-man tag open challenge for next week and uh, actually convinces the Bucks to join him. If they, uh, you know, they say they can't do it without them as they put the elite in undisputed elite. Uh, found like, you know, this was a little interesting because they weren't dressed very flashy at all. You know, it was almost like they're trying to hit the reset button a little bit. So uh, we get a uh, brief vignette and review. I think they're of, trying to do something knowing that the L.A. show is coming up. Yeah, that's true. Very much. Or very they true. could just be like, Opie, play paid more than retail for those seats tonight. And just fucking heal it up, right? Yeah, because maybe. Who knows? I mean, maybe. maybe I would, I'll put it this way. I'll be happy just to see them in L.A. at the forum. 
period. I don't care what, if they're going to be face or heel or whatever. But uh, we get a uh, – speaking of someone from Cali, Samoa Joe. Uh, and, uh, he, you know, he's been having this thing with Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and uh, Satnam Singh. We kind of get a vignette and review about basically what's been going on. Uh, that's all I'm going to report on it. Because uh, we get I mean, to, it uh, wasn't really much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's just, like I said, more like review. Uh, but we stumble into this uh, huge announcement from Tony Khan. Not really, but um, – you know, this whole thing gets hijacked. But a few things I wanted to uh, uh, kind of spread some light on, too, before I get right into the uh, announcement, uh, which was kind of funny because he recently made a quote saying that uh, not only does he want to see Daniel Bryan and Punk wrestle each other at some point in AEW, uh, he's saying he wants to see it also happen in Ring of Honor. Uh, but he also said he thinks there may come a day when it would make sense for all the stars of AEW and all the stars of Ring of Honor to kind of come together as one and have a big event, which was, like, really interesting for him to say, granted, given what the content of this huge announcement is, because, and we've been talking about it in the trios chat, if this, you know, this was ever going to come about, but uh, we see TK is introduced by uh, Tony Schiavone, who then introduces the New Japan president, Amari-san, yeah. To, to the ramp before uh, Adam Cole Which interrupts I, on the Tron. I've seen him walking freely mm-hmm. in, in in the New Japan California shows before. Yeah, that's not I'm like, ain't, dude, ain't someone could just snuff you right now. No, like, he ain't afraid of nothing. No, nah, but, but that's what I'm saying. It showed how much respect he had in that room. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Because I expected him to have somebody with him. Yeah. But, nah. But, yeah, Adam Cole inter- uh, interrupts on the Tron. And he says he believes he's the one who should make the announcement and uh, does no. so by detailing... On uh, June 26th at the United Center in Chicago, Illinois, uh, will be the show presented by New Japan and AEW called Forbidden Door. So, and uh, says he wants to give everyone a preview of that show uh, come Friday Rampage because he wants to take on Tomashiro Ishii to qualify in the Owen Hart tournament, uh, which uh, we find out the finals are uh, set to culminate at double or nothing, apparently. And then introduces Jay White. Who uh, boasts about single-handedly selling out MSG the last time that there was a joint <laughs> no, show? I, I love that he he's still on the. Yeah, I mean he, he's he, grown into he, quite the hill. Well, I love how he managed to pull that out of that. Yeah, for this again. So exactly. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, then says it's not about New Japan and AEW. It's about Bullet Club and the, the undisputed elite because it's still their era. So I thought that was interesting, especially with last week we were just saying. What's up with this? Uh, you know, because we were talking about the the Good Brothers look like their uh, contracts are going to be up soon. And yeah. we were talking what, about, what like, what's, what's up with this? Are they going to do the BC? I think we said July, huh? Yeah, something like that. So, and I, I literally just asked, where's Jay White? Boom. I guess someone's listening. So, Well, I, that, that's why I, it was funny when I watched that segment. I'm like, oh, there's a, I was like, Doc's getting a lot of answers, uh, a lot of responses from last week with the GYVs and now Jay White. Yeah, sir. but you know what's crazy, too? Uh, uh, you know, we, we kind of got that with um, – the Satnam Singh thing, you know, you had sent me all those quotes about, we were talking about how there was just way, you know, why would he have done it with the lights going out to make you think it was someone that, you know, you were very anticipating or someone that you knew and, you know, and crazy in retrospect. I mean, he kept saying the same thing over and over and again, like he kept well, blaming somebody yeah, else. Yeah. In a, in, in a sense, but it, I, I appreciated getting the mindset. Cause I was like, okay, cool. I'm not nuts then for like am I I'm thinking like am I over armchair booking right now like or, or yeah, what's like, up? Or, like am I over analyzing like is it to the point because that's the thing I fear too is to the yeah, point or, where or was I... he just bad like could he have been saved like at all or could he have mm. debuted in a better way at all or am I just trying to like, am I just like a am I standing AEW basically you know well, I, mean? So, I mean the one of the things I fear is that we get so anal- over analytical to the point where we can't even enjoy it 
Yeah. Because we're just, all we're doing is watching to analyze instead of watching to enjoy. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it could have been good, but we were just too busy analyzing it. Exactly. You know what I mean? But it's like, no, no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I think based on the public opinion, too, uh, they kind of felt the same. I mean, you know, I I even led down the rabbit hole of like, oh, there's them being in New Orleans, there's possibly some people that thought it could have been Bray. Yeah, yeah. With the lights going out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to me, that's, that's. Still better, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So, but uh, another side note with TK, uh, it's, it has been said that Maria Canellas quoted uh, that uh, TK has reached out to her in terms of uh, trying to. I did hear that. What and to do about the uh, women's division for Ring of Honor? I also so, heard uh, Rick Abani, uh, the the best commentator they got. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I heard he he's supposed to be working with them as well. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, for sure, man. I don't know if they're going to retain Caprice Coleman on commentary because they're a pretty good team. Yeah, but. We'll, but, we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. Yeah. At the same time, a guy like Ricky Starks, he's kind of been getting his commentary chops up, too. But uh, uh, we get to a backstage segment. Uh, it's Jake Cargill, I guess, and the baddies, which, you know, she's kicking with Red Velvet and Kira Hogan, who I guess are now officially part of her permanent baddie section. And they're just talking about Friday's baddie section and facing Marina Schaffer. And basically, she just calls her a bitch, and that's it. Uh, it, it to me, it was just too much um... – it's gonna sound weird, but too much uh, coordination, I guess. Yeah. For lack of a better term. For what was supposed to just be a chill. Well, yeah, they seem too in unison for it to be like a first time. Yeah. Pairing on screen when we know there's already legit and on screen uh, history between her and Velvet. I don't really know what Velvet's history is with Kiara or Kiara's history is with Jade, but um, I'm not mad at at a group. Mm-hmm. This is probably some of the stuff that Big Swole was talking about. Yeah. So it is kind of one of those things, though, that where they're taking two competitors away from that division and yeah, doing nah, so. so. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, I, yeah. I, just I'm to not... be cognizant of that. So. But I hope this is not like a, oh, we're going to do a women's trios championship. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think we need that. And I think at one point I almost convinced myself tag belts could be possible because we were seeing, like, you know, Penelope and, and uh, the Bunny, the bunny yeah, teaming Allie. up a lot. And, like, we were seeing the Statlanders and the Hershes and the Velvet and, you know, I think Brandy one one point were tagging. So, I, I it you know, before she left, obviously. But I digress. Well, I mean, to- yeah, you also had, like, Jamie and Britt. Yeah, that, that exactly. For yeah, a few, a few and, times, and maybe so. if not them, Jamie and Rebel, you need to give yeah. Brit some room or whatever. Yeah, so. exactly. But uh, yeah, no, we get uh, Wardlow taking on the Butcher. Uh, we get MJF and Spears looking out from a skybox where uh, MJF cuts a promo on Pittsburgh and then uh, calls Wardlow a nobody. So he uh, deserves to enter with no music, just like a nobody, which he does. He's got the cuffs on and of course security escort to the ring. Match starts uh, in a pretty good stare down. I gotta say though. Um, just to jump ahead, this is kind of a really cool presentation for somebody. Mm-hmm. It's like Goldberg reimagined in a sense of, you know, they used to say, oh, you know, they're protecting me from them. But people had to question that. But you see this guy come down with a oh, 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 you're talking about in terms of him walking with the security from the ring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and make it, it's almost like on some real maximum security, like. Without he, it being hokey, like yeah, how they yeah. kind of wheeled Sabu down the ring back in the day. Yeah. With, you but know, you with can't the, do it every time yeah. where it's less special, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure if they do it every time, but maybe every couple of weeks that MJF decides he wants him to. To, to book him in a to, match. Yeah, because yeah. that whole handcuff thing, I think, even well, though it was comical how it got introduced. 
the before and after to me visually had a really cool effect. It's a know? clever way to insert the circumstances to make it logical and not just hokey like we were just saying. And because still if it does padding ha- that he's a beast. Because if it does have to, if he does wrestle next week and it happens again, it's not a necessarily a bad thing because you understand why. It's yeah. not just like Oh, he's this wild, you know. What yeah, I mean? and it's not because it's my gimmick. It's yeah being bestowed upon me if I want to try to get to. And he's playing to, it like we match. said. He's playing it really well. And and I yeah. have to give kudos. I don't know who is helping Tony book this, but they're finally showing what it looks like when they invest in a homegrown talent. Yeah, seriously. And it took a while to get there, and I understood that they needed to build Wardlow up and story up, but I am definitely digging. Yeah. You, you hear the crowd, man. And You're, that's the thing. I remember when I made Wardlow just to have him in the game. Yeah, I, I didn't expect being, to, him his, to come around. And then, Well, his yeah. tape was impressive as hell to me, but I didn't think he was going to be doing anything like that. And then he was doing a lot of dark. You yeah. know, and then you guys, he did the cage match with Cody. Yeah. Which he did. I, I thought he, you know, I thought it was a very, one and done for, yeah. yeah, for a while. And then, and then, yeah, we get this growth all this year. But, uh, no, so we, uh, yeah, we, we do get them, uh, you know, coming down with the cuffs, security escort. Uh, but yeah, Wardlow, they kind of have a little Haas party challenge, you know, shoulder blocks, that whole nine strikes and whatnot. He gets the best of Butcher early on. He gets, you know, to retrieving chairs from under the ring out of frustration. At one point, Butcher hits a back suplex onto the apron, followed by a falling power bomb. But Wardlow actually kicks out at one and fires up. He removes the straps, hits four measures of the power bomb symphony, is how I wrote it, for the win. Uh, Post match, uh, Wardlow makes a uh, guard flinch pretty bad <laughs> before surrendering, surrendering himself back to the cuffs and being escorted back out by security which is that that's an okay so one thing i wanted to say tony had a great call after that one count mm-hmm. where he's like butcher's looking up at mjf like what the hell did i get myself into yeah like up. that was a great call um based on the body language that they were doing in the ring and and you know he was that was a great great foresight to to make mm-hmm. that make that uh connect like that yeah no straight up but the other thing i was going to say is again the imagery of him Having to surrender him, they can't control him. Exactly, they have to Hope, wait for him yeah, to relent to, and cooperate. Yeah. yeah for so sure. again, the small things, small things, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. it's the, the, the 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 details is crucial. Crucial. <laughs> you know Keep I mean? telling you. And, and 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 the thing is, you hear it a lot. A lot of people say wrestling is easy, but people make it overcomplicated, mm-hmm. and they they overcomplex it. And and not to say the philosophy or the psychology is easy, but there are certain things. That you can do that are real simple. Yeah. That give off an impression or a perception easier than that, yeah. putting all this contrived, overcomplicated. I think you said like, last week, less is more, but nothing is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't want to get too. But, yeah. No, yeah. Sometimes it's just not that. I mean, even the reviews I watch, a lot of times sometimes they, too they, much they, is they hammer in. Yeah. You know, it's uh, good wrestling is not complicated, guys. You know, so. But, uh, yeah, we get to a uh, backstage promo. Eddie Kingston, he uh, clarifies next week, or I think it's uh, not next week. It's on Friday at Rampage. He's, you know, he's taking on Garcia. And, it, uh, I guess, nobody from each side, LAX or uh, JAS, is uh, allowed at ringside. Uh, he said he's basically going to have uh, fun, uh, you know, when he gets his hands on Garcia because nobody, uh, not even his friends or family in Buffalo, is going to recognize him. Says uh, Jericho to pay close attention because everything he does to Garcia is what he plans to do to him. And, uh, you know, he's 
they say you reap what you sow, but I don't know how to sow. All I do is reap. All I do is reap, dog. Yeah. You know, it was he. Like, please keep and resign Eddie Kingston. Like, no, they they need they need to give him a raise. That's what they need to do, and I need to see. I, I just let's continue this this stride with him and proud and powerful. Let's get it. Let's move away from the enter, the sports entertainment shit eventually. Obviously, because I mean, man. Especially with the way that they got the BCC running, like yeah. there has to be some trios situation going on. Especially saying, when you take into account, oh, they're probably gonna do a trios with them versus like three of New Japan's best. See, I think that oh. would be dope. Um, I mean, even just or without the, Osprey, the show, they may do the Osprey rematch with yeah, him that's and true. I mean, I would love to see uh, them against House of uh, House of Black. Oof. Them against uh, the uh, House of Black Death, would be a great the Death Triangle would be sick. Uh, there's, I mean, there's some good trios that it could be, you know what I mean? I don't know if I want to see instant Jurassic, but that's a whole nother. No, you know, it's funny. Bully Ray had said that he really would want Christian to leave AEW to join what Edge is doing with the, uh, the group he's doing with Damien Priest right now. Cause he feels like he's being underutilized a little bit, but I also feel like it's his choice. I mean, he did come back from, I think he had the, you know, whatever the concussion protocol was. I mean, I'm not too sure what was he it, had to get it done. It was concussion, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I think it's just one of those, let me be smarter and, and, you know, I got to take a, I mean, he was in a ladder match not too long ago, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and how long did it take till we saw him do that? So yeah, very true. But, um, speaking of got, jungle boy and them, then, uh, then you got maniacs like sting just, yeah, we'll get giving that. us what we want. Yeah, straight <laughs> up. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly taking on uh, Jungle Boy, and uh, this is a qualifier for the Owen Hart uh, Foundation good match. tournament. Good match. Yeah, uh, noticeably Christian and uh, Luchasaurus escort JB to the uh, Jungle Boy. That is to the ramp, but do not join him at ringside to let it be one on one. We see uh, actually at one point Jungle Boy go for that usual springboard wrist lock arm drag, but Kyle surprises him, cuts him off with the cross arm bar, which I loved. Uh, he continues targeting the arm throughout the match. We see the uh, trio of butterfly suplexes for two. Uh, continues breaking them down with kicks and palm strikes, just like Kyle knows how to do it. Uh, Jungle Boy actually counters a flying knee smash attempt and dumps Kyle to the floor and follows with a suicide dive through the bottom ropes, actually. Uh, and then we see uh, Jungle Boy hit a tornado DDT from the apron through the ropes and then actually cinches in a guillotine choke, but uh, Kyle counters with a pump handle exploder over the top, which was very interesting to see. Uh, and then we see Jungle Boy manages to apply the snare trap. Kyle gets the rope break, hits a brain buster, and a diving knee drop for the win. Uh, post-match, we see a concern. Nope. Uh, no funny business or none. No, so. yeah. Uh, we see a concerned Christian Cage come down to the ramp to kind of console Jungle Boy before uh, slowly walking him to the back. Uh, but it seems like they're slowly planting these seeds, man. Well, th- th- I was confused because I was thinking, I'm like, well... I think that Jungle Boy is going to lose because he, he has a title already. Mm-hmm. And they're probably going to do something with the tag straps to get him off them soon or something. But I'm like, but wait, they're actually doing something right now with uh, uh, Red Dragon. or You know what I mean? Or, yeah. And I was like, and I was like thinking, weren't they going to do something between them, Red Dragon, and FTR or something like that? And then yeah. I was like. And then they got this whole pr- promo from earlier, right? With a 10-man tag. And, yeah. you know, maybe it's just all about momentum or what. I mean, and at the same time, I will say, Fish has definitely had some more TV time entering than Kyle. So mm-hmm. maybe it's just a way to kind of boost Kyle, remind people what Kyle can do. You That's know? true. So. I mean, yeah, I wasn't mad at him winning. It was just like, it made me think, I'm like, oh, okay, if he's going off on doing that, that. Yeah. I wonder where that leads. I'm like, is this lead the lane open for FTR dunk on these fools and take those titles too? We'll see. But uh, we get a backstage uh, backstage segment, I should say, from MJF, of course, with Spears and Marquez. I'm just going to get to the brass tacks of it. 
Uh, MJF says, much like a snake, when he decides that you're his prey, he do, uh, it does not matter how big or bad you think you are because all it takes is one bite. And, of course, hands an envelope to uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, you know, it's got money in it. Roberts rambles on about money and chasing and all the stuff until Archer smacks the envelope out of his hand saying he doesn't need money to face Wardlow and says, but if anyone gets in his way, everybody dies. <laughs> now, he said it like he said, he said it like, like he was on punishment. Like, if anybody gets in my way, everybody Everybody dies. Yeah, he just like kind of sh- he kind of just like shoves off the camera. Yeah, it was so. Weird. I'm just happy to see Lance Archer, but I just feel yeah. like he's gonna do the job again. So uh, I mean, it's I mean, is it? Everyone's been wondering when they were gonna put the big man. You know, the the what was the word that they used? The uh, the, the kaiju mm-hmm. fights. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you know, the, the, we had the cages, the Wardlows, the butchers. Obviously, R.I.P. Brody Lee. Uh, and Archer, you know what I mean? There's yeah, a, I mean, a bunch of guys. We got Keith, the Keith Lees now, the Hobbs. So it's like, yeah, you always wondered from the jump when we were going to get Man, Archer and Wardlow. Uh, now I used to say Brody. It's just tough because, like, had he still been, you know, if he was still here, I can't imagine who he would face on this Forbidden Door. So I, like, I, 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 I put like this. I think he would have been champion by now. Yeah. But I also think about where Dark Order would be. Yeah. In a serious tone, too. And and it's not, yeah. I mean, obviously there was, you know, Dark Order was kind of there to kind of clean up the collateral damage and helping the transition for Hangman to get into mm-hmm. his spot a little bit. But, yeah, I often think about that. because well, Redbeard? Because I think, I don't know, he he popped up and then, I don't know. Hmm. But I, w- I would have thought, like, Hangman against a Brody for that title and that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. would have been a great win yeah for, for sure you know what i mean but for they sure. were telling the story between him and kenny but anyways go ahead yeah no no i'd say i i that would be a good way i would love if that's who hangman would have dropped it to is brody you know what i'm saying but uh we get uh the debut of the devilish what do they call him the the devilish gentleman or something hook <laughs> oh the the handsome devil the handsome devil there you go uh, taking on cold-blooded, Anthony. War, warm-blooded, cold-hearted. Yeah, there you go. Uh, taking on Anthony Henry. We've seen him uh, in random like yeah, matches he, against he, Wardlow and stuff like that. Him in the past. and him and uh, Drake, JD Drake. They tag as the workhorsemen. That that's right. We did see them uh, tag yeah. not too long ago. Uh, we see Sterling and Nice are shown watching off from the crowd as we kind of continue to see this like snowball of Nice not loving the hype surrounding Hook who. Barely says a word in his interviews. He's actually crashed the interview. Um, but, yeah, they'll watch from the crowd as uh, Hook hits an early release North and Light suplex. Uh, he hits the uh, cross-face punches and gets distracted shortly by Danhausen emerging from under the ring, who fails to curse him once more before locking in Red Rum for the win. Post-match, Danhausen says he's had enough and actually challenges Hook to a match, which you were actually just talking about uh, off uh, off mic the other day about if – is that who, you know, because I'm wondering if, you know, if this is all just to help him with the debut, because I know he was hurt, had like a, what, a leg injury? I believe so. Uh, Dan Housen yeah, did, so. Yeah, he like, had a boot on. Well, he was in a wheelchair for a bit, I don't know, but I don't know if that was just a bit he was doing, but I know he did have a boot on. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's, uh, the reason why Dan Housen gets a sour taste in my mouth, pause, is because I just saw a video of him off air cursing William Regal and, and Regal sold it and I was like oh. yeah see but I saw a bunch of there was a lot of people who were into that just the fact that he was willing to do it yeah, you know and I, I feel like I get it but for me personally I was just like oh man <laughs> yeah I, I, I just think it's cool to see Regal I won't say bump but have fun 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah think, I, I, I wasn't. Maybe uh, yeah, I'm not. It's obviously his choice, and obviously, I mean, if that's what he wanted to do, that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. But I just, I was but he like, does lay down the. Uh, yeah, no, I get. You. I was just like, this guy hasn't had a match yet. <laughs> <laughs> he does lay down a challenge though, and uh, he simply replies with a shrug and heads uh, to the back. Uh, with his dope ass uh, action Bronson blasting, uh, it is dope. Then we get a, a actually interesting, uh, very interesting backstage promo. Frankie Kazarian, uh, yeah, uh, you know Tony Schiavone. He touts Kazarian's recent ten and one record uh, before Frankie actually begins to challenge Sammy Guevara for a shot Sammy at his Guevara. title. But he's actually interrupted by a former friend and tag partner in Scorpio Sky. Uh, Sky revisits his resume, but says how oh, none of it is possible without Kazarian's help when they formed SCU, etc. And he uh, says, you know, he wants to know if he can call in another favor from him, uh, which is to wait till he gets his rematch to regain the title. And uh, in which, when he does that, he will give him the first title shot. Kazarian says, you know, I've always had your back, and actually agrees. Um, very interesting. Because, I mean, it's weird too because it's like, yeah, man, I always got your back, so I can't wait to beat you yeah. <laughs> for that title. Like, yeah, like hey, hey, we're friends. But I'm gonna beat you though. Like, yeah. It's like I, I mean, I haven't I been know. on TV in a while. And you cut off my first promo in a long time. <laughs> but sure, I'll do you a favor. <laughs> do you? Not like we're about to hit LA or anything. Maybe that's when. Maybe that's when it takes place. Then oh yeah, that actually, too. that would That'd that would be, be very smart. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. We'll see what let's see what Tony's doing. Uh, we get a uh, pointless in-ring segment, but interesting enough. Uh, top team versus Sammy and Tay. Uh, we talked about Battle of the Belt. It seemed that Sammy was kind of getting uh, some heat, even though he was amongst a hometown crowd. Uh, Scorpio Sky seemed to get a lot more support, and that was before the low blow happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, he's out here with a fur on his damn jacket, looking like uh, pre-Seth Seth Rollins before he got the drip really going. Like, when I seen it, I'm like, oh, okay. And yeah, I think he was wearing shades too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Shades he, indoors is always heel work. Yeah. And it was, like, really weird because he goes – He's on top of the world, you know, now he's a three-time TNT champ, and but then he goes, and I have the love of my life, and then he says he loves the fans, they continue to cheer him, but he then kind of calls out the ones who turned on him, as he says, and it's like, why, is it because my girlfriend's hotter than yours, and it's just like, okay, see, I this is what I'm talking about, I'm not mad at that, but it's weird that you start thanking the people that cheer you, you know, because you're I, like, I think I'm thanking every single to, one of you, like. I think he was trying to do that. That switcheroo. I think he was trying to pull the switcheroo, like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna start off like I'm face, yeah, and then I'm just gonna pull the wool out. I mean, because you know, I don't know, man. Like it's, like I said, they they need to start listening because they can't just keep betting on the crowds eventually just accepting them if they're not mm-hmm. gonna be doing that. So yeah, smart move. That's where they're going, but that seems like. His attitude, yeah. Yeah, and then, he, uh, you know, he did take some catchphrase stuff from Jericho not too long ago, so he does it again from uh, Batista. He says, uh, be mad. Or, uh, no, actually, no, that was deal with it. <laughs> that, that's what Batista said. That's basically but it's what it weird was. because it sounds like he he said that too. Like, yeah. Be mad. Right. Give me what I want. <laughs> what I really, really want. Deal with it. Uh, Sky actually interrupts the top team, says uh, – you know, the feeling amongst the room is basically screw Sammy, not screw them. And you, there is some fanfare to that. While Dude. Paige tells him no one bought a ticket to hear him talk on the mic, he explodes because, you know, his moneymaker, man. For, Don't fuck up my moneymaker. Yeah. Fucking he, I think father he said like 12 uh, stitches. So Is that what he said? Yeah. I think he was friendly, like, let's give you 12 stitches to oh, see what happens. Oh, okay. Thing, okay. So. That makes sense. Damn. Yeah, because his knee kind of hit him. I, 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 didn't, I, ran I was it back trying to figure times. out. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know when that happened. Was, I was like, it was when he went for that, when he leaking. hit that shooting star plancha. Ah. Yeah. And damn. he just kind of hit him with like the meteora <laughs> side of it, I guess. Not, not on purpose. But uh, Lambert calls Sammy a high school douchebag who can't keep his tongue out of his girlfriend 
Roman's mouth. Dude, Again, much pop. fanfare. Yeah. Big Orders pop. him to grant Sky a rematch, or they'll give him the type of pounding that his girlfriend dreams about, which Big I thought was hilarious. Pop. Especially if he's talking like the high school douche is what's funny, you know, by, by saying that. But it's all like pretty I'll good bang stuff. bro. Uh, Sammy <laughs> says he gives no shits about Lambert's day grandpa because he talked about, you know, his yeah. grandpa teaching him this or that. And actually barters a rematch for next week with Sky if they agree to a mixed tag team match as well. They agree while Sammy lays down a ladder match stipulation. The sky was weird. Like, I don't know if they're running low on time or what, but they went right into his music. I don't know so. if he forgot to hit that mark before the or, or the music hit too yeah. early or what. He's like, ladder match, bitch. Yeah. And I was like, we can't have another ladder match with you in it, bro. Yeah, and it's like so soon. And then it's yeah. also like, you didn't have to squelch that in. You could have just it's like not a rubber match, commentary put it up and go, and just confirmed the rematch is actually a ladder match next week when they put it up on the, you know, because they do the match announcements, which was. We'll I, I guess it is technically a rubber match, but that's not how they're booking it. Or that's not how the story's being booked. No, not really. Which, I mean, I could get the. I mean, they kind of did it with him and Cody, but it's not that even that type Has of he beat Scorpio before? No, so Scorpio beat him for the title, and then mm-hmm. he beat Scorpio for the title back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's the one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, I had to like kind of. I was like, well, yeah, technically, yeah, it's a, it's a rubber match, but no one's saying it like that. You know yeah. what I mean? So all they care about is getting to the mixed match, <laughs> the yeah. mixed tag match. Yeah, so seriously, like, yeah, like that's the money match, especially after that money promo she hit after the both, both of them cut the geez. promos of their lives, like. To just prove, like, we don't need to be in this position when Dan Lambert, like, fuck, man. I, I, we talk about it all the time. But uh, House of Black vignette, uh, you know, I'm wondering if they're talking to Fuego still, on the, you know, because I know he had this solo vignette last week that meant nothing about, oh, I'm alone because blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but you didn't, we didn't even see you on Rampage, so whatever. But uh, Brody says... Uh, you, uh, you you said we turn your eyes black, yet you kept us waiting when you refused to draw blood. Uh, a buddy says the house had to change the narrative because no fire will be resurrected. Only your ashes will be washed away with the rain of your shame. And then, oh, yeah, and, they're talking to Fuego because he said Icarus and the sun and soul is yeah, uh, Spanish for the sun. Yeah, he because yeah, exactly. Because Mal- uh, Malachi said the house is owed a debt. Icarus flew too close to the sun. So next week the sun dies. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can. Uh, I mean, you know, I fuck Fuego with Fuego, Del. but you know, I'll I'll read the eulogy. It's gonna be Fuego del Negro. It's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> Fuego del Muerte. Casa <laughs> del Negro. <laughs> this dude's gonna be. Probably... I'm just because of the whole black regime. Not the, you know, that, that's why. I got oh, that's true. Oh yeah, I didn't even think. I was just saying he's gonna be dead. Man, but um, <laughs> yeah, Fuego del Negro. That's pretty nice. Speaking of hometown heroes, we get Britt Baker, DMD. She finally returns after her loss to uh, Thunder Rosa. In the cage, it's uh, taking on Daniel Camella, uh, the former Vanessa Bourne, I yes. believe, right, from NXT. The former um, uh, Retribution member. Um, and I'll be honest, um, she doesn't seem like she's gotten any better. No. Uh, but she, she she right away went into the, ew, you guys are disgusting. <laughs> I yeah. was like, oh, shit, she's still doing that yeah, shit. Yeah, straight up, man. Uh, Baker enters to a great hometown pop. She's led by uh, two Steeler players. I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm get not. A chance in, to get yeah, the I'm names. not pretty. Yeah. I'm not pretty. So. Uh, we get butterfly suplex by Baker early on. Uh, slingshot elbow drop and a running kick by Camella. Just to be fair, before using a Pittsburgh rally towel to choke Baker in front of the ref. As mm. the, as Ross is like, dude, what the? F-? Yeah, straight up. <laughs> Ripcord forearm, uh, forearm smash by Baker, followed by a sling blade and super kick. Spinning Fisherman's neck breaker before the stop and a lock jaw for the she, win. Yo, she got her whole move set out. Yeah, basically. Like, yeah, her five moves to doom. 
I mean, I'm thinking about. I mean, I was like, oh yeah, she does do the butterfly. I haven't seen her do it in a while. Mm. Like, but she did that. The the, the running stomp, the the, spin, the the neck break, the fishermen. Yeah, uh, all was, of it. Yeah, man. straight up. Got it all. Uh, Post match, Baker says the women's division is a disaster without her. Runs down yeah. Ruby. Runs down Tony Storm. Says, oh, you thought cake in your face, which I thought was pie, but whatever. Uh, was bad. Oh, you're gonna get ready to leave another company. That which was I was cake. like, that was very low, bro. Uh, uh, low brow, I should say. Uh, Jade and her baddies. She says, uh, you can talk about your baddies, but I'm still the baddest bitch on the block. And then she signs off, uh, you know, DMD style, but says, you know, you're a future winner of the Owen uh, Hart Foundation tournament. So she's calling I, her I, shot. I, I just didn't understand why she didn't call out MGF for talking on her city, but whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes, yeah, straight up, because I know he said some stuff about her or CM Punk giving her props during their yeah. promo. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. I mean, I will give you this, boo-boo. Did I miss you? Yeah. But it was actually kind of nice not having you. Yeah, because I'm more like, what do we do with you now that you've held the belt for so long? It's going to be probably, she's probably going to go for the TBS. But it seems like a demotion, no? I won't say demotion, but. Well, she brought up the baddies, so maybe she's going to go for the TBS. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that would be somewhat of a better match. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm glad they're trying to pour some gas and, like, give Marina some juice. But I feel like the amount of hype they're pouring on her and the kind of match she turned in even though that i could tell what she's basically trying to be Shayna baszler like i'm not saying she but but more like take her experience more seriously and use it as her like character base but i feel like the match was short and wasn't enough for like it it wasn't like when hook debuted you know yeah yeah, it it, it didn't really showcase her to the full i mean i feel like this like if they were gonna go that route then they needed to get her get her a segment this week yeah seriously to get us more invested but it's it, it's it wasn't yeah it, it, it was not to be done it was not <laughs> it's uh, not in the cards we do get a vignette uh about serena deeb and hikarashita they're finally gonna end it y'all uh yeah, I a mean, philadelphia like, street fight i was like week. again like because even yeah. like what would you say like we're we gonna are we gonna do this forever like is that what serena deeb yeah yeah, said? One of, yeah like, straight up like i was like she's probably just like again you want t- Tony again with this shit? Okay, all right. This is the last one, Tony. I, I mean, everything—they're running out of gimmick matches to do. Yes. I almost thought they were going to go to an I Quit match, and they need to know. stop doing gimmick matches too because they stop being special. Yeah, seriously. But uh, for match announcements next week, we have Adam Cole taking on uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Like we said, it's a qualifier for the men's tournament of the Owen Hart Foundation. Uh, we have uh, Tony Schiavone interviewing Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Uh, we have Lance Archer taking on Serpentico because, you know, he needs to warm up before taking on Wardlow to remind everyone what he's capable of. Daniel Garcia taking on Eddie Kingston. Everyone is banned from ringside. Uh, Tony Schiavone, for whatever reason, is interviewing uh, not just uh, Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter this time, but Britt Baker as well. Basically trying to uh, – she's going to be interviewing the women's tournament qualifiers, though I don't see Red Velvet's name on here. So, uh, And then, of course, we got uh, the – Title match we were just talking about. Rena Schaffer taking on the TBS champion, Jade Cargill. Quincy cut the shit. Um, is that is that next week or is that Rampage? That, that's on Rampage. Uh, All that'll those be matches tonight. on Rampage? Yeah, that'll be tonight. So, huh. uh, But next week we got for, uh, uh, for uh, I'm sorry, uh, Dynamite. Uh, next week's Dynamite. The aforementioned Philly Street Fight. Serena oh, D okay, taking okay. on Hikarashita. And uh, Lance Archer taking on Wardlow. And uh, this is one of the most interesting announcements I've seen. Qualifying for the Men's uh, Own Heart Foundation yeah. Tournament. Dax Harwood taking on his partner, Cash Wheeler. Which, uh, But you know what? Them being fans of the Hart family, yeah. it kind of makes sense that they would want to oh, yeah, throw see their ha- uh, hat in there. But 
Definitely. It's going to be a good match. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. I mean, because, again, it's like this whole thing where they got Kyle and JB in a match, and then now they're in a match. I'm like, so what's up with the tag scene? Yeah, I, I'm wondering what, what, where it's going. You know, Take but, uh, over now. But uh, we get the <laughs> like, uh, ladder match for the TNT Championship. Uh, Sammy Guevara defending oh, that's against next Scorpio week. Sky. Yep. And then, mm. uh, of course, we get the 10-man tag team uh, or 10-man tag challenge, I should say, that was laid down by the Undisputed Elite, which, of course, is Adam Cole, the Young Bucks, and Red Dragon. They'll be taking on uh, this random Cavalcade bunch. of random. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Lee Johnson and Brock are back together. <laughs> we got Varsity Blondes. That's a real tag team. There we and go. And Dante Martin's the anchor. So. I was going to say, Dante I, Martin's brother. Yeah, it, it looks <laughs> like we got Arn Anderson and Julia Hart set to be a ringside in some some way. So, oh, of course, she's, she's, she's happy because she gets to be ringside by, yeah. by Shoddy Lee. But uh, now it's time for the main Ooh. event. One, one Coffin thing, match. One thing I was going to – you mentioned uh, something during the – the matches for oh you think that they're gonna do the ladder match dynamite next week for with sammy and scorpio just so they can build up to the stupid mixed tag at the actual pay-per-view that no one wants to see i, I don't know man with weeks I, and weeks of fucking promos i tell you what like i this is not the way i would use scorpio is the only thing i could say we talked about yeah. it yesterday I, I think i said at one point he could he could have been doing what serena d was doing yes. which is like having like you know, showing why he's a wrestling savant, which is what well, you were saying. While but showcasing I think, the competitive yeah, nature of yeah, everyone else on the roster. Exactly, especially if they yeah. were young guys, you know what I mean? Like him versus Daniel, Daniel Garcia, a Wheeler Yuta. I mean, obviously yeah. before he joined BCC, it could still happen, you know, but he's I mean, a pure champion now. So. Yeah, because you, you, you see uh, the, the pros and cons to the for, forbidden door, because, yeah, it's exciting, but then at the same time, you're outsourcing from the, who you have. Yeah, and no one remembers that. I mean, he could brag that he's been undefeated for 400 in two days, but he hasn't been on TV wrestling most Regularly. of that time, yeah, you know. And right. most people remember his SCU stuff. They remember him mm-hmm. with the Top Team, mm-hmm. uh, massive. What was it? it was basically Stadium Stampede, right? With Top Team, and like in, you know. And every time they're in the crowd cutting a promo for some reason, yeah, the you know, top, and, top tippy top, or a pre-tape <laughs> with the snap, which is not a bad touch. But it's like we've seen more of that than him he in she, the ring. He, he, she's, he needs to be featured more. Yeah, and he I needs heard, to be featured more. I mean, I, yeah, he's getting a lot of time on the program, but. We're not seeing him compete on yeah. the program. And now honestly, we are. he should be getting a look with the BCC. That was another thing we had talked yeah, about. Yeah, we did talk about that. Was too. because he, since he does have the background, like it's it's crazy that he and, would and, be a good fit, man. And, and, and he would he's join someone that. that Regal would would want to, because I mean, yeah, this guy's a scout. Mold. He's yeah, a scout. So it makes exactly. sense that he would be like, you know, we don't have any history, but there's something about you. And you I, know mean, I mean, we heard this week, you know, or during Battle of the Belts, and I'll get to the main event in a second. Uh, you know, Excalibur was talking about how he was there, the uh, you know, from the beginning of Scorpio Sky's beginning of his career. Yeah, he likes to talk to the man in the mask all the time, so that could be a really cool thing on commentary too. That's, t- yeah, no, that, that's yeah, that makes sense. I mean, for me, look, I I just I I just like you said. I don't want to see Scorpio be the one to have to break in Paige Van Zandt the same mm-hmm. way I don't want Samoa Joe necessarily to be the one to help break in Satnam Singh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I get it, but it shouldn't necessarily be on those two shoulders. Man, I was just thinking, too, because why not have Lambert do something different where he's managing just three girls in Hirsch, Van Zandt, and not Conti, but uh, there's another. Marina? Name. Who's that? Marina? And Marina, yeah. You know what I mean? They all got, like, very distinct names, and, like, they could just all go out there and get it. Like, you know, they... I mean, one you could pair one of them with Paige so that, you know, tag team-wise yeah, so they can exa- learn. Exactly. Yeah. It may be a better experiment than, the, like, the 
oh, we're Jessamine and Marina, and we're friends with Shayna, so we're and we're gonna have these shirts that say "Let's Play," which don't mean nothing. Like you know, what I mean, like they didn't ever really have character development, whereas. Yeah. They're, you know, anyway, we can, we can shoot and book. Oh, yeah, no, no, day, no, my no. bad. But the, the main, main event, coffin match, you know me, man. I definitely indulged myself in coffin matches being a lifelong taker. I was surprised and that he kept the, the suit on the whole time, but I thought it was a good look. Yeah, definitely a good look with the rose coming out of the, you know, the chest pocket, all that. Uh, right away, we see uh, Darby fend off an immediate uh, sneak attack by Blade with, uh, using his skateboard, but gets outnumbered by Marquen and Andrade as they uh, make it clear it's a no, no DQ match. Uh, right off the rip. Uh, the fight travels to the crowd, and we see Sting actually help even the odds by doing an old trick where he's disguised as a fan, actually having a Sting mask over his actual yeah. uh, Sting paint, which I loved how Tony kind of sold it like he's it's never Sting. seen that before. He's got a dang Sting mask. <laughs> like, what do you think of next? Like, yeah, like as like, if he's never done that. Like, this clever Steve, man. Oh, man. This continues <laughs> to the crowd. Uh, we see Mark Quinn, of course, do the... Age old. I'm gonna hit Sting with a chair. He no sells it. Still looking like a badass. He actually sent three years old. Man, dogs. straight up, and it climbs the railing of that riser section to nail uh, the whole AFO, AFHO, whatever, with a diving crossbody uh, that would make Seth Rollins blush a little bit. It looked a lot like what he did to the Evolution uh, during their uh, the Shield he, match. He, oh man, I just. I got mad love for this man. Dude, you have but, no idea. But, like, it, at the same just, time, I'm protect hoping, him at all costs. Yeah, right? no, no, like, but selfishly, I hope he wrestles at the forum. I, I'm, oh, my I'm God. Gonna say, I didn't I even mean, think about that. Oh, my he's God. He's from Cali, bro. I mean, yeah, but uh, we dude. see Darby escape a char, uh, uh, not char, a chair-assisted Meteora from Andrade by hitting a running code red. Uh, Andrade actually counters a diving coffin drop plancha on the floor with a German suplex yeah, to the floor. Yeah, he caught him. Like, Definitely. snatched him and just like, biatch. He actually uh, teases placing Darby in the coffin, which is when it's revealed that thumbtacks are actually laced on the inside of the lid before he suplexes Darby on the ramp and then kind of throws suplexes him onto some graded equipment off dude. To the side Dude, of the that was stage. a stiff bomb. Yeah, definitely, man. But if Darby, you know, Darby's the one that's going to take it. I mean, you know, I, I, it's one of those things where it's to his detriment, much like Jeff Hardy, you know, because, and we'll get to Jeff Hardy in a second about how, how his arm is just hurting him after doing the, the, the delete taunts over and over. I don't know if you saw that, where he's like grabbing his shoulder. It's like, what did you do tonight? Did you work tonight? I think, like, I think they they may have been on the, the dark matches or something. Who knows, yeah. But Andrade, actually, uh, he's on the apron uh, power slam position with Darby over his shoulder. He actually turns it kind of like a hot shot version of the flipping stunner yeah. into the ring and then hits a uh, what I would call a pinball suicida that knocks them both into the inside of the coffin. Uh, Darby goes to Man, slam that... the thumbtack side of the lid onto Andrade, but before he can close it uh, shut, we see Jose, the assistant, actually intervene. I, he must be a worker, bro, because no, he's, he he's in pretty good yeah, shape, no, no, I'll the, say. Re- the reason I say that is because if you notice, every time he gets involved, he always has to take his shirt off because he yeah. wants people to see that he, that he, that he yeah, works he can work, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, that, the pinball joint you are just saying, mm-hmm. yo, that had to be just right. Yeah. The distance, like timing the fall and the distance from the, the apron into that joint, yeah, you guys it, both land? Yeah, because I did notice that, uh, that Andrade grabbed it a certain way when he did sell the, the flipping mm-hmm. stunner, you know, to, to go down to the, the floor. So. Yeah professionals man no yeah i was gonna say because he didn't make it seem like oh let me just lay on this table and take a respite yeah exactly <laughs> nothing will happen oh no how did i get in this kind 
It's man. like, no, dude. No one just lays out on the table. No, no. In but, the middle of a fight. But Jose, uh, he does try to intervene, and he actually gets back body dropped right into the tax yeah. before uh, allowing yeah. Darby to close the coffin top for the win. Uh, post-match thing. <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? He's like, I made sure to take my shirt off, but I got to take this yeah. <laughs> stump text spot Yeah, yeah, back. for real, dude. Uh, but Sting does return to help Darby celebrate his win. While we see the Hardys actually come uh, onto the stage and do the delete taunts over and over to kind of cheer Allen on as well. I, I just didn't but, understand why they weren't a part of the match. Yeah, it's weird because it's like, well, if these guys are running in and it's, you know, I get you're doing the Batman Nightwing <laughs> deal. You I know see what I mean? you from my building. Yeah, like old old man Bruce. Justice on like, fellow, like, you know, <laughs> fellow warrior. And I'm not yeah. trying to say you can't fight off all three guys, but it's like, Mark Quinn and Blade, you know what I mean? People and, that are and, all bigger than him. Yeah, you yeah. know, and like, don't get even the to bunny. take care of him, but even you the know. bunny bigger than him. <sighs> Not to talk, but it, it is what oh, it you're is. talking about. Oh, Darby, yeah, Darby, definitely. yeah, you know what I mean? So that's why I would just like. These guys clearly showed no remorse for the rules when they had a tag team tables elimination uh, yeah. match. Uh, so yeah, maybe that's clear, why his arms. Clearly, like, when they hear about the no DQ step, they'd be down there. You, <laughs> well, like, nope. you know what? When you say it that way, one would think for sure. But <laughs> oh, that man. was dynamite this week. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, it had its uh, ups and downs, but uh, I will say there were some uh, good developments. I love how they presented Wardlow this week. Absolutely, uh, yeah. it seems like Sammy might be leaning into the heel side, which I think he needs to run towards that. It's not a bad thing. Like I no. said, it was interesting to. Hear but the, it's a weird double turn when they're cheering Lambert on the other end, right? That's what I was gonna say. It was it was interesting, but but they've cheered him before in certain things when he, like especially when he's burnt like Brandy. Yeah. But it's a different thing when they've actually been cheering for Scorpio when his music is hidden. Yeah. Because that's not that has not been always a, a constant thing. So I've been taking note of that as well. So that got me got interest in obviously the 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 big announcement and yeah. you know the um, copious amounts of armchair dream booking we can come up with between like you know because interesting enough you know you had jay white talking about the undisputed uh elite and bullet club i'm like oh are we gonna do like a civil war type thing or i mean yeah i won't be mad at that because you know new japan likes to do those big tag tag matches sometimes and i did hear the only uh the only person i heard that uh has called someone out is for some reason evil uno wants to wrestle yanu Oh, that'd be great (laughs) that'd be really great actually but but uh from an entertainment point Mm -hmm. right but I was just going to say, the only thing that, that, that kind of sucks is I doubt Omega will be competing if it's in June. Because mm. I heard he still hasn't had the uh, the hernia thing done yet. So, Ooh. but maybe at the same appear. time, I was going to say, it would be great if he just appears. Maybe we finally see him face-to-face with Jay White. Yeah. And oh, just other start, thing jump start gonna, some shit. You know, yeah, so. that would be good, actually. Other thing I was going to say, too, Kyle O'Reilly, uh, he had a good showing in his match. I did like uh, the whole yeah, I did like Lance going against Wardlow setup. Yeah. Um, and I did like the Scorpio-Kazarian deal. You know, yeah. That, that was very interesting as yeah, well. Because, yeah, we were talking about how it wasn't like, like Scorpio was not playing heel at all. No. In that. He was just really coming from a real place. Exactly. And I don't know. It, that was more believable than the stuff that we've seen him do yeah. before. And don't get me wrong. The coffee uh, match is definitely fun. And I do think it's good that Britt Baker's back. Um, I just. I felt I need, like. The, I need the, more the from pro- the Jade thing, I think, too, for me yeah, personally. Yeah, because some, I felt like her promo was just kind of typical. And well, she, yeah, at she the same time, all over off, the place. Uh, yeah. Marina is no threat. So I'm yeah. like, at least we believe that she's either going to take a count out she's probably going to walk away from the match or something to take the l and that's how she's going to take the l because i don't oh, see her we'll giving see. up the title to marina shafir no no no. but i see them her upsetting her in, in, in a sense of like whoa 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 like i was sleeping on you but i, I can't be letting you 
embarrass me out here like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it and might. Then, it might. Yeah, it might be a dusty. I, I, that, that's see. that's the only thing I'm thinking. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't too bad a show. Um, you know, they ain't changing names on the drop of a dime. So you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's I'll that. Feel, yeah. Uh, the only other thing I guess we had to comment on is uh, you know. Uh, Hangman did retain, obviously, with yeah, the, uh, the Texas right. Death Match. Yeah, on uh, last I, Friday. I'm just gonna say this once: y'all making too much of a big deal about something that's not a big deal. This man didn't go and brandish and pull out like an actual fucking crown of thorns. Like it, he just wrapped it around. And I, I just I mean, feel like we've seen him wrap his arm with barbed wire before. Yeah, um, we mean, saw Omega do the same thing and Mox do the same thing in their lights out match. Like I just feel like I, we've I, seen worse things. I happen. feel like there's worse than GCW, right? Yeah, like they've done like probably a bunch of, like even in old ECW they've done a bunch of sacrilegious shit. You know what I mean? But no, it's like that's if, not uh, good. It just, I mean, I get it. Everyone's feeling the way because it was on Good Friday. But I'm like, it probably wasn't filmed on Friday. But, I mean, but let's it, look like, at, whatever. I mean, is that worse than Vista Man wrestling God? Oh, jeez. Come yeah. on, man. Like, like let's mm. keep it Let's keep it true. I mean, and the only, reason, like, the only reason I brought it up is because I told you, I'm like, you see freaking Russo like, oh, you guys are giving me shit over putting Austin on a symbol, bro. But yeah, but no one's this, even ta- no one's like, even talking about it anymore. And even though people talk about that, like that's still one of the most memorable parts of Undertaker's uh, career. Not his best times. A lot of people don't like that version of Undertaker, but but, but that it put was him def- up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of put him over that it, edge. It's one of his more. You know, it, it when you hear Big Evil, that's that yeah. to me is what that's what's calling back to that. You know, it, it what I'm was saying? So, he, he committed. I think. I think. Yeah. You know, you know? I mean, some people would, would. Do I think some people? Can and I, it's reasonable that people would be offended with the symbol. I get that, I just, but but it's just like I mean for me like the, the like I'm like I feel like you guys are just looking for a reason to hate on Hangman. I don't know. I mean, I think he's doing. He's starting to really find his stride as a champion, and I just feel like all yeah. that just really shat on yeah. th- just that moment because maybe it's a lot of people wanted Cole to win, and I just feel like they had to. Yeah, you know. I just don't. I didn't see that. I don't think anyone's thinking that in the moment. They're just thinking, oh, you know, like first of all, his move that drops you on your neck is bad already. Drops you on your neck off an apron through a table. That's even crazier. There's the less chance you're gonna kick out. You know what I mean? Or, or get up because it's like what knockout or tap out, right? Yeah. And then uh, you put you put I the barbed wire on there. It was last man standing too, wasn't it? it, it that's kind of yeah, yeah it's yeah. like knockout oh, knock yeah, okay, you know I mean? so yeah, yeah. It, it to me i didn't even think that until it started coming out in droves and i'm not the yeah. most you know religious guy but i also don't really keep religion close to my wrestling either so i guess like yeah i, I like it, to separate my th- i mean there's certain things that they have been done that made me feel like okay you guys are getting a little bit too i guess it's just very rarely do but, those yeah. conversations go hand in hand so I, maybe yeah, that's why sure. I didn't catch it, you know, personally. But I just feel like, you know, you're talking about compared that to like, you know, another spot they did with pizza slicers, and you got Domino's doing the commercial. You know what I mean? Come on, like, like <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a little more on the nose, like you know. So, but um, I'm I granted everyone is entitled to express themselves and feel away and you know have their opinion. My opinion is I, it didn't hurt my feelings. I thought it. I think the fact that. I think that it spread so much it kind of hurt the match. You know what I mean? Overall, I, me, I enjoy the match. I'm like the the young bucks can super kick the Easter Bunny and 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 on Easter and and Santa Claus on Christmas. Yeah, but I I don't know. To me, I'm like it's like the ECW thing with Raven and and Sandman and mm-hmm. 
That was a little. I mean, you know, that was up there too. I get that for the time being. You know, to period Triple that it H was. Triple H dressed but... as Kane and humped a dead girl. Yeah, he, he married an unconscious woman. <laughs> you know it's, what I mean? It's it's on his Tinder page. Oh man, <laughs> it's yeah. It, I don't know. I think it's just. I, I did. I, and I didn't want that to overtake the whole match. Yeah, I yeah. just wanted to bring it up because mm-hmm. I just. Like I, I, said, I, did, I just, did enjoy the match. So it was less is more in that. Like we, it, we just got to do better as fans, mm-hmm. man. We mm-hmm. just got to do like even dirt sheets too, bro. I, when I was looking up news, and mm-hmm. we're, I know we're about to get out of here. I was looking up news. I see this fucking Twitter update. It says from the fucking dirt sheets. Alexa Bliss changes her name, and I'm like, uh, uh, I'm thinking like, oh, it's another name change. No, 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 no. It's it's her just changing her name because she got married. Yeah, her surname, I, I would assume. Yeah, that's all. I'm like, God, you guys are freaking mm-hmm. ridiculous, man. Like, Anything for clicks, dude. Do better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? I want to say thank you all, man. That has been the show. Uh, you know, we do what we do and uh, give you all the takes that uh, y'all are afraid to make. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We have the discussions that y'all are thinking about and uh, bring up, you know, just the booking and a lot of the suggestions and uh, just, you know, the overall opinions of those that, that we, we talk to and interact with. Sometimes on a week to week, sometimes daily basis, man, because we see it, we hear it, and uh, you know, we we know what we talking about, man. We we ain't just a bunch of cats just that are just uh, recording what we, nah, what we say. We we've been watching the product and understanding of the product and and educated in the product for such a long time. So, uh, but on that well note, put, we always well uh, love you guys for doing what you do and that support us, and and you can do so by following us at uh, anywhere you could find us on social media, and I'll tell you where it's right here, man. The Quincy Jones Show. On Instagram at Quincy Jones Show on uh, Twitter and of course uh, backslash the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. Alternatively, you can find us every Friday as we drop a fresh hot episode for you fresh. to indulge and enjoy. Uh, right before you get into whether it's SmackDown, whether it's Rampage, or even NBA Finals uh, or the the playoffs, rather is going on right now. But yeah. uh, be sure to check us out everywhere you get your podcasts. That's iTunes, that's SoundCloud, that's Spotify, that's iHeartRadio, that's Castbox, and of course the great people at True100Radio.com. Again, we drop every Friday. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, alternatively, you could also check us out uh, on the music tip, Quincy Jones Go, or. You got uh, Doc Lesnar, or yes, you got your pick of Mega Towers. Yes, I mean, sir. we all do our thing. Check it out on uh, on Spotify. Yeah, but I, make sure you check out Doc's latest work. This is awesome. You know what it is, man. Doc Lesnar, a hip hop hopper. Told you guys before, and I will say it again. You know what it is, man. I mean, like you said, I got a project. This is awesome, featuring the best tag team partner in the business, world's greatest. That is, that's Quincy Jones. Go over here, of course. I got my boy I Ellis, the artist, and of course, nerdcore icon, man. Just a a, a remarkable human being as well. Yes, Mega Rand's on the project. Go check it out right now on Spotify or iTunes, just like uh, the podcast is, or anywhere that you know you like to, any platform you like to go ahead and uh, listen to your favorite artists. A- a mega towers you just don't know it yet or quincy jones go because he's got the album coming you don't know it yet video dropping soon as well you or you can go yet. ahead and hit that search, uh, search bar and you could search for uh d-o-c-l-e-s-n-a-r there i are with the five star bars for you and yards stole the show still at large so <laughs> i'm gonna come up with something every time man other than that chico de barge chico de barge there you go <laughs> hey, no, it's next week it's next week oh, shit, uh, shit. Uh, uh go ahead and follow your boy at doc lesnar on instagram or at yep. doc lesnar underscore kgs pod for all things this podcast and stay in tune with hashtag wrestle wednesdays we're having yeah. a Yes, with it, please every week, every yeah, week, every tap week. in or tap out. That's yeah. all I can well, say. Show us what wrestling shirt you repping. You know what's your favorite? Who, whatever, man. But uh, yeah, hashtag Wrestling Wednesdays. We doing that. Uh, also, follow your boy uh, on Mercari. Uh, you know, 
shoot i got a lot of the wrestling merch got a lot of ducks merch too because you know the if you guys are into the hockey the season's just about to uh be over so hit your boy up other than that follow me on twitter and facebook at i'm doc lesnar man and uh besides that i got three words for him mr jones top guys out, out.